And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen's New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who will be performing her new show this summer at the mall, titled 12 to 13 Pounds of Nonstop Puking. It's Jenna Kim Jones. And he's a man who can be found as the hashtag Al on all his social media, Twitter, Instagram, Grindr, Facebook, and Snapchat. It's the hashtag Al. Chef Jeff is here to pickle your huevos. I'm her husband, Daniel, and just because I'm married doesn't mean I forgot how to have fun. Take today, for example. We went to the bank, and I spent 30 minutes putting pretty pink bows in my dog's ears. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little fried clams. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Jenna. Hey. Hi, Al. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. I love those bows in your dog's hair. I'm not proud of this, but I'm okay with this. Now, in my defense, (laughs) in my defense, the listeners don't know, but everyone in this apartment slash studio but more like apartment, knows uh, when they came in, Wendy had two pink bows perfectly symmetrical on the tops of her ears. Mm-hmm. And also, these are the bows referenced in Daniel's intro. Also, let me just say, you might have noticed Greg's not here. He is not here because he has his important TV job happening, but we do have a message from him, which we will play in a moment. Um, anyway. Kapow. The bows were not... You might think from hearing that intro, oh, she's all about going to the bank and getting her husband to put bows in her dog's ears. But no, the bows were not my idea. I did not purchase the bows from Petco. (laughs) I'm not the one who, when we were in Paris, was determined to find a dog-sized beret. (laughs) And I'm not the one. They don't sell them there, by the way. Who wants to put her in clothing. I, you sound a little defensive, honey. I didn't. I wasn't blaming you. No, I'm just pointing out that these are things that are your passion. I am. This is all to illustrate how marriage defeats the spirit of men. <laughs> so you're saying that if you were single but had Wendy, mm-hmm. you would not want to put her in clothing or bows. Totally would. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Totally would. Yeah, are you kidding? Why well, well, have a pet if you're not going to dress them in silly costumes and, and outfits? It's just the fun of it. The thing is, Wendy is kind of a tomboy. She's not into all that. I know. She looks weird with the bows in her hair, right? Yeah. I know. Maybe she's more comfortable in overalls or something. Yeah. And I forget who brought it up, a guest did, but when Wendy runs around and is very animated, like she's a very pretty dog, but when she runs and plays, she's very rough and tumble. Yeah. And, and yes. there's a well, very, it's a, there's a funny contrast there. I, we, I I've kind of known for a while that Wendy's probably a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, Maybe she, she's just experimenting. She's just no, in it's a phase. fine. I'm not. That's I, I. You know, I don't mean anything by it. I'm just saying. My, I think she is. Are overalls a tomboy thing? Well, now, that, first of all, I have to say. I might be off my game, but I'm not sure whether it's okay to laugh at your joke or not, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> but now I've made it uncomfortable. 
Well, I'm well, sorry. Well, he wasn't a joke. You were just stating facts, it's right? It's true. Just, yeah. I just think she... Yeah. She actually could be. We don't know. We don't Who know knows? what she's into. My, she's, I... Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm, it's not like I... It's not... I'm just saying the characterization of her as rough and tumble necessarily meaning she's into girl dogs. We don't know. I wasn't saying it because she's rough and tumble. That's sort of a separate thought. Okay. Has she shown interest in other dogs? No. Not really. Oh. She's pretty much just into Daniel. Does she drive a Subaru? <laughs> it was just she doesn't, a, it, and she also doesn't have a, a lot of dogs. It was just a joke. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have made things uncomfortable. What, what had you just said? Tomboy overalls. Oh, overalls. I think overalls now are just something that everyone wears. But I, I feel like growing up... Except for when you were a little kid. Well, it was like Pippi Longstocking yeah. would wear them. I had probably seven pair of overalls in wow. elementary school, junior high. In the high. late nineties, they were really pretty awesome. Oh man! Don't like, you think they've come back? I don't. Have they any. have, but they're all like cutesy now. Like girls wear them, and they're kind of like fitted, or they wear them like. I don't know. There's something about it that's very like you. Ha- only certain girls in certain styles pull them off. Yes, and I think the thing is like, look at me. I'm a woman, but I'm dressed like a little girl. And there's something yeah. a little bit weird about it, unless I get a pair, um. in which case they're cute. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> but I had like every kind. I had corduroy ones. I had short overalls. I had capri oh. overalls. Wow. Capri I overalls. had black kind of velvety ones. Ooh, fancy overalls. Mm-hmm. I had green ones. I had just normal denim ones. Was this something that you were into or your mom? I was into. Oh, I was into Yeah, but they were cool when we were like in 7th, 8th grade. grade, They were legit. Every every girl wore overalls. It was like a thing. What did you wear under them? Oh, various matching (laughs) t-shirts and also my Doc Martens because I also was obsessed with them. I didn't know that you had. I had Doc Martens too. I probably had also four or five pair of those. What were your favorites? Oh, I, oh gosh. I had some boots that I really loved. I also had like two pair of sandals. They weighed 9,000 pounds. So they mm-hmm. were just like the worst sandals to wear, but I loved them anyway. Wait, Doc Martin makes sandals? They had sandals for a while. How did I not know this? Then they had, I had Mary Jane ones, mm-hmm. which I think those were my favorite. They were sort of like a patent leather what does that black. Mean? Mary Jane ones. Like a, with a, a buckle. Come on, Al. Like a shoe that's kind of, I don't know. How do Is you it also Mary a Buster Jane? Brown? Is that, um, Mary Janes are sort of like, I almost think they're like classic church shoes for little kids with a strap Mm -hmm. going across. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they called that Mary Jane. They do, right? Yeah, they totally, uh, a thousand percent. Okay, yeah. Really? Oh, well. Daniel, Jeff, did did you know what what we're talking about? I thought Mary Jane uh, was an Adam 12 (laughs) word for dope. (laughs) Well, it's also that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wasn't rich enough to have... uh, Doc Martens, so. <laughs> Some of mine were hand-me-downs from Martin. my sister. <laughs> Is it you had physician assistants? Yeah, phys- PA Martens <laughs> is the one I had. <laughs> I had vet tech Martens. <laughs> so before the show started, um, we were reminiscing about when we all took recorder class in mm-hmm. grade school. I, did, I went to a private school, and I thought... We were special and took recorder, but Jeff shared that in Pennsylvania, in his recorder class, they learned the Tasty Cakes theme song on recorder. <laughs> yeah, being absolutely <laughs> from Philadelphia, we learned the Tasty Cake <laughs> theme song. That is awesome. And then yeah. I was like, oh, wow. And, and played it in concert, mind you. That's amazing. Whoa, wow. So I was surprised that you had recorder. 
yeah. thought it was just my thing. No, it but turns everyone... out that that was the least special thing in yeah. private school. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, he- so everyone has, re- everyone takes recorder. It's just a requirement I think for it's standard public school process. Yeah. Everybody- How old were you? Uh, I took it in sixth and eighth grade. Okay, yeah, whoa, remedial. Oh, two it was years. remedial. <laughs> I didn't pass the sixth grade. No, oh. I'm just kidding. I switched schools. I moved from Philadelphia to Chicago, and I had to take it again. So I was like, "Oh, what's this?" <laughs> I guess I could play this. Whatever, you know. Jazz recorder. Yeah, yeah it was pretty intense. Did you guys no. carry your recorders in those little recorder carrying cases? <laughs> yes, probably. Those little maroon plastic things. <laughs> oh, ours were vinyl. They were kind of soft vinyl, cheap. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. those were mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we had. I guess that was where your private school thing went. <laughs> yeah, we had a little hard carrying, like a gig, a gig uh, um, road case. Oh, for right. a recorder so to protect your piece of hard plastic that you couldn't break if you tried. Act, it's, it's true, you couldn't. Yeah. But they would lecture us a lot about proper care of the recorder because, as I was saying, in my school, the only acceptable attitude towards recorder class was that it sucked and the teacher sucked and why do they make us do this? However, I loved playing the recorder <laughs> and I was the teacher's pet and I stood up and I played What Would You Do With a, Dr- what do you do with a Drunken Sailor? Uh solo in front of the whole class whoa the teacher mr wilson was beaming and i loved every second of it even though i might have pretended that i didn't because you you weren't allowed to enjoy a recorder it was just that lame in my school i don't remember it being a very political situation (laughs) in mine i think i was like in third or fourth grade so we were still pretty young i just remember all the tunes that we learned were these heavily baroque religious songs and i think that (laughs) that killed whatever enthusiasm i mean obviously uh jeff's school had it figured out with the tasty cakes theme (laughs) we did the the theme from rocky too that's how you inspire a true lifelong passion for (laughs) recorder i wanted to try and get us to do a penalty box dave schultz novelty song but i never got that to work but that would have been exciting (laughs) they had you like chanting with your baroque it was like religious you know and it was like you just imagine like sad people dying of the feeling oppressed (laughs) yeah Yeah. did your teachers play like a baritone recorder that was bigger and deeper because this exists if you're into recorders you can start have like having different kinds of i might get back into it i think that's what threw me off is like we were playing those cheap plastic ones Mm -hmm. in grade school and then at church we had like a special christmas program and some guy came in with a huge like wooden recorder and i was like this is a real thing yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Fake no. instrument made up just to make us right. Learn. Like one step right. above the kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. one of those like plastic ukuleles or something like that. Right. <laughs> just it's not a real guitar. Yeah. Alan's really good at. I don't know if you guys know this. The pan mm. flute. Do we you really play that. the really? pan flute? Learned, Z- are you a zombie? <laughs> no. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was goofing around at the Jones house. And then we have a pan flute at our house. Just so, just that's what he was goofing around. And he just started yeah. rocking the pan flute. He did. I started goofing around with it, and so then we wanted to do like a parody video. So I bought one and taught myself how to play it. He knows how did to play the it? Titanic theme song did, on the pan flute. That's wait, wait, amazing. Does yeah. this video exist of you playing it pan exists. flute? <laughs> yes. What? It's not public. His name on it is it, Johnny it Pan. Be. It's terrible. And Johnny it's pan. the best video. Is it on did YouTube it, yet? I no. did it for, what is it, the 60th my mom's birthday, 60th birthday of my mother-in-law, Janae. It's <laughs> tribute to her. Janae, do you know I how photosh- to put it on YouTube? Um, I photoshopped my mom's face and Huey Lewis's face onto... <laughs> Jack and what's her name in Titanic when they're at the front Rose. of the boat? Right. Rose. Jack and Rose. That was her name, right? 
yeah, Rose. Like yeah, Rose so, yeah. Right. I photoshopped their faces on that scene when they're in, <laughs> when they're at the front mm-hmm. of the boat, and then Alan played, and I played the piano, and he played the <laughs> the melody. The, the melody. I'm spitting. Sorry. On a terrible and pamphlet. We recorded it and then gave her that video for her 60th birthday. A lot of questions. I, yeah. Does <laughs> she love Huey Lewis? Uh, oh yeah. How did we not? Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Loves Huey Lewis. And why do you have a pan flute? I don't know where the pan flute came from. Probably well, you lived in Asia. Yeah, and your family traveled oh, yeah. all over. Although I so think that would... may have come from South America. Maybe my oh, my really? grandparents may have brought it for her because my grandparents oh, yeah. lived in Chile for a while. Right. Is, when you play the pan flute, do you have to like prance around on your tippy toes? Yes, yes you it do. In, it's amazing what it invokes. <laughs> yeah. It invokes sort of a fanciful <laughs> dance when you play. Yeah, it's you're like an imp of the forest. Yes, absolutely. Yes, very I don't know much what it is so. about yeah. that instrument. I just feel you just get light. I don't know. I want to be transported via the pan flute. What's I'm drawing a blank. Who's the classic rock group that had uh, the flute in it oh it was uh um oh, the audience is going crazy it's uh aqualung it no um aqualung yeah who's that <laughs> no that, uh no oh, no people are going crazy <laughs> right I feel now. Like... people are yelling at their phones right now sorry everybody it's not coming i can't help you i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm not sure Anyway, that guy, he dances around on one foot when he does it, I think. Yeah. Let's just take the time to look it up. Do it. Because we need to know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not as, I don't say, I wouldn't say Jethro that Tull. I'm. Oh, oh, okay. You, yeah. you know how, by the way, you know when you're trying to remember something like last week when I was trying to remember, or two weeks ago, the name of the woman, and then another name comes in and it like, it completely blocks your brain from, that's what just happened. I kept thinking Judas Priest. <laughs> It's not that, but it's my brain couldn't that. get past. It was like Judas Priest was in the way going, no. Nope, He's the goalie. Yeah. Like, like, he was cock blocking. Like I'm trying to go right and Jeff it goes Hotel. left to its left, you know, and then I'm trying to go left and it goes to its right. Wait, what happened last? What was the name you were trying to remember last week? Grace Zabriskie. And I kept thinking <laughs> Lily Sobieski. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, I can't like Lily out, get out of the way. <laughs> Speaking of names. We learned that Nibbles McGee, my alter ego that enjoys snacking late at night, we learned that Nibbles is a nickname. Daniel, it share, is a nickname. Yeah, share what Nibbles' full re, full first oh, name is. Wow. Daniel knew. I didn't. You'd think I would know, but Seriously? turns out Daniel knew. It's uh, Nibbleina. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a Russian name, family name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful, right? Yeah, uh, Nibbleina von Bismarck. <laughs> Uh, was the daughter of the Prussian uh, king. I don't know. Oh, wow. Prince? This There's mm. more to yeah, this story than I... Well, just go on Wikipedia. I don't know. I'm not a historian. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, let's hear the message from Greg, who could not be here. Hey, you guys. It's Greg. I'm so sorry I can't be with you today, but I'm just stuck on the farm, and I just can't get out of the farm in time. I'm on the farm. Ah, oh, it's so early. <laughs> Was that funny? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I can't be there. I'm stuck in a writer's room. And I can't get out of here. Uh, I'm next to Mike Henry, friend of the show. Do you want to say anything, Mike? Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back soon. This is probably a really good message. <laughs> Jeff, I miss you and I'm sorry. 
I cannot be there to put things on the microphone. <laughs> Let me give you a little insight. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh. Wow. About what? No, that was the, you added oh, that, that. That was, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it took me like, a what? second. I thought maybe he was doing an, like an add-on to his own yeah. message. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about that. When he sent it to me and I forwarded it to Jeff, sometimes I listen to them ahead of time. And then he wrote, he followed that up with a text that said, it might be horrible. I don't know. And I was like, we'll just listen to it on the show for the first time. So I, it wasn't his best message. I no. mean, if we're being honest about messages, he's giving better. I feel like one of the best <laughs> ones was um, didn't he do one with a piano one time? Yes, that yeah. was yeah, that was yeah. really good, right? But you know, points for doing this very last minute. I liked it. I still yeah. liked it. I mean, we sang when we left a message, but that's not a big deal. Oh, that's oh, yeah, true. Whatever. I forgot about that. You guys also had segments in your message. Well, yeah, we true. did a mini show within yeah. our message. Right. <laughs> you did a show within the show. Yeah. Like, he did attempt to do a man on the street with Mike Henry. So yeah, that's, that's, that's he's true. bringing in people from his environment. And he had his own drops. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So. All right. You guys have quite an announcement. Uh, I now have a mailbox that people can send stuff to. I finally, I finally did it for, it feels like years now. People have been tweeting me. Can I send you snacks from wherever for snack chat? Or can I send this to the show or this, 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 this? And I'm always like, oh, you're, that's so nice. But then because we didn't have a mailbox, I didn't get back to them. Unfortunately, now all those tweets are gone. However, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, I just want you to know it's time. There is, if you're so interested, there is a mailbox. Now, I'm going to read the address and I'm going to give you a moment to get a pen. But also, hopefully by the time you hear this, this address will be on my website. Now, you might be thinking, just add it to your website, you lazy bitch. Um, but most things <laughs> I can... That's exactly what I was thinking. I was not thinking that. <laughs> most things I can add to my website on my own. However, the contact page of my website is probably the only page where I go into it and I'm like, oh, if I mess with something, it's going to mess with the coding that the guy who designed my website did. It's got like it's got all sorts of stuff that makes me feel like it's a Jenga. It's a Jenga um, game, and I don't want to um, knock it over. Also, well, upwards. It. <laughs> <laughs> not, not not boggle though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here it is, you guys. Send it to. I feel like we need a drum roll. So excited! Drum roll for the drum or roll, or just any sound. There we go. Okay, here it is. Allison Rosen, eight three nine one Beverly Boulevard, Suite one seventy nine. It's the world's tiniest suite, <laughs> Los Angeles, California nine zero zero four eight. I will read it again, even though in this day and age of things on the web and whatnot, it's ridiculous that I'm reading it. But I just feel the need. 8391 Beverly Boulevard, suite number 179. I don't think the number sign is important. Also, the word suite's not important. The only thing that's important is that it's number 179. Los Angeles, California, 90048. There are other important things about it. Like what? The zip code, the city. Yeah, I guess if you just were to put something in the mail with 179 on it, that would not. Allison Rosen, 179. Who knows? (laughs) It might. It feels very. Um, what's that? What's that guy? 
You're, Ro- yeah. yeah, Robert Frost. Uh, Robert, no, no, probably not Robert uh, Frost. Robert Durst. Bob, Bob Durst, yeah. Feels very Robert Durst oh, yeah. to do that. Because oh, of right. Beverly yeah. Corpse. Yes. Beverly, whatever it was. Beverly, yeah. smoking Beverly. That's right. Yeah. Did you ever uh, watch... What, now, what the was jinx. that called? The Baking Jinx. Murderer. Oh, oh, no, we're all the so jinx. mad. <laughs> the show is called The Jinx. It's a six-part series from HBO. It's a documentary on Robert Durst. It was oh, so no, good. I never did see that. It was really good. I heard a lot about it. Though. Really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Which was better, The Jinx or Making the Jinx of a Murderer? The Jinx. I thought The Jinx was better. Making the Murderer was more enraging and like confusing and depressing. Yes. Yeah. It, it grabbed at your heart more. Yeah. The Jinx just was like, I can't stop watching Cereal this. was better. Although That's I changed. Oh, Cereal was good. Was I have decided that the guy in Making a murder, Murderer probably did it. I I've was, changed. Stephen Avery. I was just thinking about this yesterday. This mm-hmm. is crazy timing um, that you say that. I was thinking the problem is I don't think they ever really found another plausible They suggested suspect. that it was there was a, there was a strong suggestion that it was the um ex-boyfriend. Right. Yeah, still someone who lived on the compound or property but not no, they're no. talking oh, you her, think, you ex-boyfriend. Think her ex-boyfriend. Oh. He did There's seem a lot oh. of over-eager. Yeah, he was a little weird. Like in the deleting of the uh, voicemails. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, how did they know to go there? Oh, There was her, a lot of weird yes. shit. Yes, he was the uh. one who was like leading the search party, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Yes. Which always bugged me because I'm like, you're an ex. What a weird situation you're right. putting yourself in. And like very eager. He is suspicious. Yeah. But I still kind of feel like maybe maybe it wasn't that guy, but maybe someone who did live on the property yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah, except there was no, I mean, there was no evidence. Like oh, they were claiming that she was, there was all this blood and they did all this stuff, but there was zero. Right. Like evidence to support what they were saying happened. So that was the part that was weird. Like there was no blood in the bedroom. In the house, yeah. They definitely didn't have enough proof to convict him. That that is the reality, yes. That is true. It was was a totally bungled case no matter what. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, it's just evidence of how how the justice system can be stacked up against a person. That was pretty horrible. Now, also speaking of television, I want to share that this past week, I would say three of four sentences Daniel has said. Mm-hmm. I don't three talk too much. out of every four. I don't mean oh. you said four sentences. I just mean mm-hmm. <laughs> on average. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's allowed one sentence every one and a half days. On average, three quarters of the sentences you've said this past week have started. So I was listening to Straight Up with Stassi. <laughs> Now, hold on a second. Whoa. Stassi a minute, has a, a podcast. She has a podcast. Wait, it's called wait, 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 Get wait. Out of out. Town. Time out. I listened to <laughs> one and a half episodes of Straight Up with Stassi. It's not like I was listening every day you, I and know, then but you coming talk- home and saying, you gotta hear what Stassi was saying. <laughs> what are you, a woman? Uh, no, I, 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 maybe one day I said something about Straight Up with Stassi. Don't make it out like I'm some sort of crazed <laughs> fanatic. No, I'm just saying you're, you've listened to more of Straight Up with Stassi than I have. I've listened to one and a half episodes and can't stop thinking about it. That's all. <laughs> you quoted it frequently. What did I quote? I don't remember because right. it blends together with the other articles and behind the scenes things that you've been looking up about. Did it start with, rules. it really meant a lot to me when Stacey, Stassi said or anything like no, that? I I no, what it I can't remember what I would have said. It changed my it, life when she said... You you were listening... Here, let me recount it. I was listening to Straight Up with Stassi, and she had her friend, the comedian, what's her name? And then I said Rachel O'Brien. Oh, I was telling you about... Um, 
so she, her friend had gone on one of those tours, those LA tours. Oh yeah, where they go to all the places where people were murdered or whatever. And I was telling the story that she was telling. We're talking about another podcast here, uh, where Mar- the Marilyn Monroe. Oh right, grave yes, that was whatever. a very, not, very go listen story. to Stasi's podcast if you're. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying your relationship with Vanderpump Rules has intensified, and I think that's great. I did Google Jax two Jax days Taylor. ago, mm-hmm. yeah, because I needed to know how old he was, and then I stumbled upon the articles about him shoplifting. Yeah, yeah. last year did that really happen? Is that on yes. the show? It's yet? on the show. Oh, yeah. Okay, he uh, had to spend the night in jail in Hawaii. Oh, oh he did it in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He stole three hundred. I think three hundred dollars. I could be wrong. He stole a pair of sunglasses. What a dummy, fellas. Mm-hmm. This is why you should never, even if you're feeling like you are starting to like the thing that your wife wants you to like, you keep it secret. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Do not let on because she will make you regret it by publicly shaming you. <laughs> I think you're just sorry. Yeah. It's not so much shaming. It's actually like giving hope to other women out there who yeah. might yeah. be able to change their husband's lives for the better. Right. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. I'm not trying to publicly shame you. You're just doing a victory lap after victory <laughs> lap. <laughs> Look at my balls. Hey, hey, I just want to say that I got out of the shower this weekend, came out into the living room, and hashtag Al was watching Vanderpump Rules true. without me. High five. It's true. I was, trying, yeah. I was trying to get into it. And say like it really. T- this, I it's trust the second Daniel. season. It's the second season that starts to. Okay, I was see, about it. yeah, I well, started. Well, that's where we were watching. Yeah, but then you said like, well, you better start it over. So I started over, and I I wasn't getting into it. I said like, I can watch uh, Jersey Shore all day long, but I can't watch this. I think part of for it. Some reason. Part of it is I don't know. Like I think that in my twenties there was this. I live. Oh fuck it! <laughs> what fucking talking about? It gives a shit. No, I would like. No, to I know. really want to hear about where your you're early twenties. Please, 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 please. Your early twenties in relation to Vanderpump Rules, please. No, I just, I just. Did you? Feel I used like to you work food service. I used to like go out and go to bars, and, and so there's a a little bit of this. Oh yeah, I used to have fun and be yeah. young, and <laughs> my spirit wasn't trampled <laughs> under the. The black boots <laughs> of this, uh, you know, <laughs> lovely lady. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I guess I deserved that. So, yeah, I just, I, it's like a time machine. I'm, I'm checking out of my present life and transporting myself to a time when I was carefree and young. And male modeling, mm-hmm. hanging out. <laughs> That's actually the best part of of the show is when the, so all three of the main male characters on the show are model. Everyone on the show is a model. And so periodically they'll explain their modeling moves and like they're all (laughs) self-deprecating. It's a a highly entertaining show. Yeah. Like Tom, one of the, the, the chief model, I don't know, like he's He's like the most experienced. He, he has like names for his poses. So he'll like hold his hand up and he'll go, this one's called the. Bright light in the eyes, treasure in the distance. <laughs> sun, in, sun in my eyes, treasure sun in my eyes, treasure in the distance. Or like walking away, but looking back, like walking away, but did you say something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. And then Shut up. Also, it's good. arms folded, leaning forward, laughing. Yeah. What was the game you wanted to play? It was just like uh, something about how to spell everyone's names on that show. Oh, yeah. I was going to say we should go through it and then have a spelling <laughs> be of how can can you spell everyone's name on the show. Because everybody has a crazy spelling. 
I haven't noticed that. Oh, Ooh. Stassi. Stassi. Maybe we should do it if, now. If I was, if you were just reading and you saw that, you'd probably say Stacy. Probably. Yeah, it's isn't it short for Nastasia or? Nast- I don't. Know. I think it's Nastasia. Yeah. The other girl has a crazy name too. The one they all hate. In season Sheena? two, Sheena. Sheena. Yeah, but it's spelled that's, weird. Yes, S C H E A. That's right. Oh, I mean, I'm just guessing. That's how I spell it. Yeah. Wait, how would we do the spelling bee? I really did not give it any thought. Okay. I just said like, who helped these people with their spelling? Yeah. Well, but some of their names aren't even like Jax. That's not his real name. It's Jason. It's Jason. (laughs) That's his stage name (laughs) (laughs) for the restaurant. Uh, (laughs) His nom du bus tray. (laughs) Yeah. You might. Do we have any just me or everyone? <laughs> you might be to what? Vanderpump Rules as I am to Facts of Life. Like, I feel like you probably No, know. stop it. No. <laughs> Look, you know a I'm, lot about it. There's only a couple seasons. It's not like there's like how, that much. How many seasons are there? There's Five? four seasons. Oh, four. <laughs> That's not a huge piece of trivia, honey. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, you guys. Also, hey, who won the NBA game today? Golden State Warriors. There you go. Sports. Congratulations. Sports. I, I'm going to talk sports for a second. Oh, they can suck my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to talk dude stuff. Look at my balls. <laughs> if you want to talk dude stuff, I'm just going to start again. <laughs> Let's talk about Harry's. They make incredible razors, incredible shave sets, and it's an awesome, awesome Father's Day gift. It looks cool. It feels special. And it is something that dad will actually use. I find this to be true that dads can be impossible to shop for. You don't want to get another tie or pair of socks he's never going to wear, but you also don't want to get something really practical that doesn't feel special enough to be a gift. Well, Harry's has you covered. While supplies last, Harry's is offering a special limited edition shave set for Father's Day. Get one for dad and one for yourself too. Um, And I have one of these limited edition Father's Day shave sets in my possession right now it's really it's, nice it's so nice um it's got a matte black razor handle a really cool chrome razor stand so it's like this little um chrome sort of thick yeah it's, it's got weight and yeah and the, it's got heft to it and and it's awesome and your your razor and the razor in it. the razor handle has weight too so it's nice it's it's kind of mm-hmm. heavy substantial got Harry's moisturizing foaming shave gel, three of Harry's handcrafted blade cartridges, and a travel cover. Plus, it comes in a sleek, giftable box. The, go- the box is awesome. Like you, mm-hmm. you open it up, and it just looks like something really well made. Um, comes in a sleek, giftable box with the option to add custom engraving and a personalized card. And there's a special offer for fans of Alice and Rosen as your new best friend. Harry's will give you $5 off your purchase with promo code BFF. Free shipping for Father's Day ends on Friday, July 3rd. So act now. That's Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Enter code BFF at checkout to get $5 off. Get dad something he'll actually use this Father's Day. So again, Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. And enter code BFF at checkout. Okay. Let's see. We've got a lot to get to in this show. We're going to take some questions that people sent in on Twitter. We've got... The usual fun stuff. I say we do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. Um, she really is my best friend. 
by Amy Loves Y'all, okay? <laughs> Here's the deal. You can't listen to one episode of A-R-I- A-R-Y-I-N-B-F, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F, yeah, and rate either. it. You don't get a best friend in an hour. You have to spend some time with her, listen to the Monday show interviews, and feel like you just tapped into the soul of whoever she's talking to, and then to the Thursday gang. Take it all in. Once you understand all the drops Jeff makes, make an avocado joke to Greg, hear of Daniel's husband woes, like in this episode, and laugh with Jenna and hashtag Al, only then will, will you love Allison. Only then will love Allison. Mm. You'll look forward to the weekly dose and be begging for more. Give it a chance. Stick around for a while. And if you still don't like it, well, hey, hey, hey. Hit it, Jeff. <laughs> the comment actually says hey, hit it, Jeff. Hey, That's actually hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you so much for that nice comment. Amy loves y'all. Okay. If you guys would like to leave us a nice comment, go to iTunes.com. Slash Allison Rosen, leave us a nice comment. Maybe we'll read it on the show. Also, that's where you go to subscribe. So if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, tell a friend, etc. Also, while I'm telling you what to do, um, if you're going to buy something, perhaps for Father's Day, perhaps just because it's uh, any day of the week and you need stuff. Grads. There's grads happening. There's grads this time of year. But also, just don't you buy everything on Amazon already. I know I do. Mm -hmm. Click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Thank you guys for your Amazon support. I should have said that the Amazon banners. No, I, did I say AllisonRoses.com? Is anyone listening to me talking? Because I stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably. But th Well, then again, though, it depends. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, there's the banner. The Amazon banner is on my website, AllisonRosen.com. Thank you for your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. Patreon site coming very that might be soon. One of, that might be one of my favorite drops. <laughs> Definitely. It's, uh, it's gold. Here's the thing to know. It's <laughs> oh, they all... can suck my nuts. Yeah. yeah. I it... don't know. I mean, probably... But th well, then again, though, <laughs> it depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the uh, most part, it's all really just lighthearted fun and games between Daniel and me. But occasionally, accidentally during the show, someone will go a little bit too far. And then afterwards, <laughs> there will be words. And I think that tonight, I, it might have been me. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <gasps> we'll I, find out after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter anything. It's just, you know. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> that said, Allison is the worst. Sorry. I have a question for Jenna since you do voiceovers. Yes. This is actually something I think that Daniel noticed first. We feel, both of us feel like we hear a lot of voiceovers where the person is talking about something serious, but it almost sounds like they're suppressing a laugh. Is like, this a trend in voiceovers? For example, you give your example, and um, after I give mine. I'll probably give the same one that you give because, oh, yeah, it's like, it's that, it's that thing where it's like, <laughs> um, well, the one I did this morning yeah. was on, and when you get um, an automated system on a phone, it's like, please listen, because our options have changed. Yeah, it's like... They just, like, they're tickled <laughs> by the the menu options have changed. Yeah. Thanks for holding. Or it's like... Oh. it's like a, you've reached American Airlines. American Air. I don't know. It's it's like, a, I can't even do it. It's a, yeah, me neither. It's a, um, it sounds like, hey, this is a... You get it, right? Yeah. No, no, no. That's their tone. Yes. They're saying to you, the, the person on the phone, like, listen, <laughs> you get how funny this is that 
we our options have changed <laughs> you know <laughs> and so you it's like it's like they're appealing to this emotional it's like an emotional communication for something that's completely technical or something that is even count, like so they're adding a warmth and like a hey we're buddies there's like a familiarity in that I don't know, are we describing this very well probably I, not no I, but i know what you're talking about and that's exactly what they're doing 100%. They would say so so I've been I've given been given direction like put it like smile while you're doing it and yeah. almost and I've had actually people say like almost like you're about to laugh. Oh, That's I've it. actually had that instruction like, before. I I feel like there there's probably science out there that says if you deliver news in a tone like that mm-hmm. people are more receptive to it. Like I'm sure they've done that research because it it does have this like I don't know it's like the 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 happiest most engaging way to say something and then you're and then you're thinking about what they're saying it's like you're just telling me about you know healthcare options or something. <laughs> right it's like what you know I did the I did the phone options once for a company and then they ended up not using them for some reason right. Yeah, they did. You know. would have a I'm great sure. voice for phone options. I did. I and I've done it before, and it's very much like be excited, but not too excited, but yeah. be happy, Press but one. not too happy. Yeah. And it's like it's finding that it's weird like, medium, which I think is the like yeah. we're going to be serious, but like it's kind of a you know yeah. It's are you okay? Are you trying to yeah. reach someone to complain about your service? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kind of company was it that you did it for? It was. Um, they did. It was a movie company. Yeah, it was like yeah. a DVD sale DVD, type company. Yeah. yeah, but then they ended up not redoing their phone systems and didn't use it. So mm-hmm. bummer, because I was going to tell everyone and be like, "Just call them. <laughs> You'll hear me first. <laughs> when you do voiceover auditions, do you do that from home? Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, because we have all the equipment now, so now I can nice. just tell the yeah. people. Oh, I'll just do it at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the best gig. If you, I know, I haven't done it in a while. I would like to. I have a friend. I well, a friend is. I'm using the term loosely, but we connected. He he's also a Mormon, and mm-hmm. so we. I met him, and we were at a dinner with other people. Now I consider us friends. Um, he does it exclusively from home. Yeah. He like full time voiceover work. Wow, and I'm like that's amazing. How much you had to qualify that you aren't truly friends, but you are friends, but you aren't, but you are. But I because I feel like <laughs> we're not really friends. I think maybe acquaintance would have worked. Yeah. No, that didn't feel no, right either. It's too cold? No, because we talked about like, we should do dinner with them. Oh, that's true. So mm-hmm. they're almost friends. They're in I'm the, just yeah. saying, and I appreciate the 100% honesty, because <laughs> I think I would do that too. But what's the worst that would happen if this person heard that you referred to him as a friend? Maybe he would say, actually, we're not friends. I had a friend who like, one time I said this is my best friend. And she turned to me and said, actually, I don't consider you my Whoa. best friend. Oh my God. Like, it's cool that you think we're best friends. Like, it's cool that I'm your best friend, but you're not my best friend. What age was this? Like in my 20s. <laughs> oh! Yeah, it was brutal. It oh was like, God. oh, all right. It definitely took me down a few pegs. Did I'm it not going to lie. Make you stop considering her your best friend? No, she's still my friend. I realize that that's just a personality quirk of hers. But she may not be my... She probably like, know, She definitely knows the, I'm talking about her if she's listening to this. The words best friend have meaning to her and she's not going to just throw that around. Like, she's right. not going to say, hey, you're my best friend. Right, she's if, not going to name a show yeah, something with exactly. best friend in the title. <laughs> Because if you do that, then what do the words even mean? She's not going to say yeah, I but love like, you all the time. We right. were really close friends. They're mutually exclusive. Like, 
if if you're my best friend, that doesn't mean that I'm your best friend. That's the question I was going to ask. Is there a requirement of reciprocity? Does it have to go both ways? We're crushing it today, all of us are. If, if, if you're my best friend I and I'm not your best friend, that means you have better friends than I have. Like yeah. Because you, yeah. you have other people who are your best friends. And then, by the way, I learned this from Vanderpump. They're... Uh, I'm all in. All in. Dequants on they the will, snappy. They have multiple best friends. Rest my case. You can have multiple best friends, but... Can you have a best oh, friend? Oh, it's best. You can have best friends. Yeah, but you but, can have the 27 right, best. you can, yes. You can so. have best friends, but you can't have, he's my best friend, he's my best yeah. friend, and he's my best friend. Right, that's superlative. That doesn't work. <laughs> but does it, does, is it nullified if it's not mutual? Okay. I think when you're kids, there is a suggested reciprocal relationship and i wasn't just saying that word correctly to show you up jeff i'm sorry um i was trying to say there definitely is because oh yeah you just did it (laughs) when you're when you're kids and you have a best friend you share a necklace yes so there is that sense Do you have to have the broken necklace yes friends i had them it's best to have that yeah Yeah. (laughs) thank you (laughs) i think that my best friend so i had the be free half of the best friend mm-hmm, necklace she mm-hmm. had the saint n but then i think she also got a be free for like another friend so she was cheating on me oh wow That's yeah brutal it was weird though she she her parents moved in that she went to a different school so i was kind of like that's i just allowed it because it was a distance thing sure but it still hurt i and get it, felt it. Weird. oh so, i get it who is saint rend the uh the patron saint of <laughs> necklaces <laughs> necklaces broken necklaces <laughs> so anyway i think when you're young there is a reciprocity suggested. But I think, and sometimes I think that is suggested as you're older too. However, when you think about it, just simply linguistically, to say that is my best friend just means of all my friends, that one is the one that is my best. So it doesn't necessitate the reciprocal nature. (laughs) But Jenna was saying that he, that saying a, a best friend, not the best friend, correct? Yeah. You were you're saying Here's this is thing. one of my best friends. I don't have a lot of friends. So the mm-hmm. fact that I even said this in this moment when this all happened was really a very bachelor moment. I was taking a leap and right. I was putting myself out there. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't work. So I really have put up a lot of walls since then. Right. And have been working on breaking them back down. You're Kayla. That's yeah. a little crazy to get called out on that too, though. Right. In the moment. Who yeah. was this in front of? Uh, I don't remember. Probably just other people we knew. Mutual friends. Yeah. I just... It I was just weird. I don't get why she needed to clarify. That's a pretty big smackdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh, really yeah. is. He knows who I'm talking about. I will. Yes, after the show. Oh, really? I, I have a hunch, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I bet it's... It's, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Such a B word. Am I right? <laughs> she moved to New York, got all uppity, and it was... Mm. I wish. You That'd have be a hunch story. because this friend has qualities that suggest she might do this? Yeah. Yeah. Of all, <laughs> Je- Jenna and I, we grew up, we didn't have a lot of friends. Like I have uh, two, maybe three friends that are like friends. And other than that, I don't have any friends. Like, and I can call them and we would drive thousands of miles to help each other and whatever needed. But other than that, like I have no one in my life other than Jenna and family. Well, and you guys. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's a weird I thing, just, though, with guys. I just want to make yeah. sure that you guys know, know that we consider true. you our close friends. I hadn't even considered it. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Then, but I would have, have later tonight. I would have been like, in the middle of the night, like, wait a minute. Yeah, not, <laughs> sure. Wait. We mean from our past. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Good, good cover up. <laughs> Thanks. No, that's Appreciate cool. that, Jenna. <laughs> um, that's interesting. But you come from a big, like, really big family. Do you think that's part of it? I, for me, for sure. I was, like, very close to my siblings and very close to my mom. So. Mm-hmm. We were pretty independent. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm friends with all my siblings, but we weren't, like, uh, best friends. I was the middle child, so I kind of, like, played both sides. And, and the turtles are all your best friends. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> turtles, like turtles. Yeah. they're a special place in my heart. Yeah. See, I... I mean, talk about people that are putting up borders around right. themselves. They've I mean, turtles are yeah. literally growing right. shells they've around themselves to keep people out. Yeah, they've got, like, this figurative <laughs> shell around themselves. Sorry right. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's also literal. <laughs> I couldn't resist that. Yeah, joke. you're right. It's um, they'd be the worst contestants on The Bachelor. Oh, the worst. Can you imagine? <laughs> mm. And so also, when too. they show, I know when they show up and get out of the limo. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it would look like there's no one showing up, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Until they point the camera down, yeah. and then what would the turtle like? Would there be a turtle wearing a unicorn hat I feel or a like, turtle bringing oh, a basketball? I, I feel like, like I feel like a turtle or tortoise would never trust the process. <laughs> they would just There'd always There'd be one be turtle in, though who'd learn how to walk on his back legs. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. It'd be a trick. <laughs> I also think you'd be like, is that turtle here for the right reasons? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're just here for the lettuce. <laughs> 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 and they but but probably the bachelor or bachelorette, we haven't decided which way this is going, would not kick the turtle off right away. No. Maybe even giving the turtle the first impression rose, but then how would the turtle <laughs> accept it? Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, how cute would that be? Chomp it down. Slowly chomp it In a slow motion, like that old man face that towards the I would just like to see. I would just like to see the one-on-one interviews they cut to in the middle where they cut to the tortoise on the stool and it's just like... <laughs> I love this. As do I. Okay, I have a big announcement, you guys. Big announcement. I forget what my other big announcement was, but this one might be bigger. This is the oh, the other one was about the we have a mailbox. <laughs> I'm really hesitant to say PO box because it's not at a post office; it's at the UPS store. And the Honey, guy told me that uh, if you now people will know we live at the UPS store. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy told me that if you write PO box, like it won't get there. Yeah, yeah, we Hence, use a we use a UPS store, and so if you see, if you say anything PO box, they'll say, "Well, I can't send it to a PO box." You're like, it's not a PO box. There's someone there waiting to accept it's it. It's right. They will sign for it. Yeah. So it do you do you write sweet or do you just do the number? Just yeah, as long as it has the number, right? Then, and the number. honestly, even if it didn't have the number, they still know your name and they'll just look you up. So they know who we are. Our guys like know who we are now. I don't even have yeah. to like. I walk in and they go like, "Oh, hey, what's going on? Where's the baby?" And then they just give me my stuff. Yeah. It's a whole new world here. Yeah. I even have new two new keys. Oh, yeah. It's really exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then one day I was like, you guys are my best friends. And they're like, mm, <laughs> we like yeah. other people's mail better than you. So it was a hard day. It was really Oh, sad. I know. I was saying something about friends, and then I was going to do my important announcement. I'm just going to start on my pad here so I remember to go back to it. It's super important. Um, growing up, I was kind of a best friend person, hence the necklaces. And then as I got older... I had a lot of friends and I would say I was pretty social. And I had a lot of friends and now really not that many. I, I've, it's, it's, they've, they've gone away cause I've gotten older, but I miss them, but mm-hmm. like not enough to actually be great about staying in touch. <laughs> it just yeah. gets harder as you get older to spend the time to keep 
friendships, you know, nurtured. I think. Agreed. It's just, yeah, it's just hard to find time. But whenever I see friends, I'm always like, that felt so good. I should really do that more often. Mm-hmm. Jeff, friends, you've seen, you have some friends. I have a lot of friends and I'm, I put a lot of effort into staying in touch with people because I know that it's hard for people. It's hard for me. And it's like, I don't have kids or family really. And it's hard for me. But so I'll have a best friend that I sort of don't hear from for a while. And I'll wonder what's up with that. And then I realize, oh, he has two kids. He doesn't have time for anything. So I'll make more of an effort to stay in touch with him. Um, That's so nice. Thank you. That was like the nicest. Wow. (laughs) All right. Here's the announcement, you guys. (laughs) Some time ago, we did a yes, please, or oh, please about moleskin, moleskin notebooks. It was pretty controversial. It, yeah. I came out not in favor of them. I think I've changed my mind. I don't own one yet, but I find myself wanting to own one. Also, I've been looking at them because Daniel has some, and they're pretty nice. And I feel oh. bad that I put them down, that I just... Just dismissed them all. You're just trying to get on my good side. Is it working? (laughs) Yeah, it is actually. (laughs) It is? Okay, good. Because I also... What else did we disagree with when it came to yes, please and oh, please? Oh, I don't know. I love old-timey mixologists. (laughs) (laughs) That was just a private oh, please. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. But I was rolling my eyes a lot. Not really. Just internally. I love it. I love a nod to our nostalgic past via cocktails. All right, continue with your announcement. <laughs> That's it. I'm just saying, hey, I think I've changed my mind regarding moleskins. Moleskins so are great. To anyone I might have hurt, <laughs> not just my husband, uh, I apologize. Now, let's take some questions that people sent in on Twitter. Ooh. New segment on the Thursday oh, show. Oh, man. They send them in They're wondering how you have been So thanks so much for answering These questions from our fans Amanda Mary would like to know Favorite holiday Mine is Christmas No No hands No Hands down What is the no phrase I'm going for? I've lost my no mind No question? No question asked Hands, hands down. down Christmas yes. That's my answer Oh yeah Christmas Okay. Yeah. Anybody? Mm. I really like July 4th. What? I mean, really? I like Christmas in the time, but like July 4th, summer, barbecues, patriotism. That's somebody who grew up in a cold environment. Uh, yeah. Talking. But there's no gifts. There's no merriment. Yeah, but there's, there's no candy. There's there's patriotism. No I know. America, fireworks. Okay. It's awesome. I had I no it. idea. I just learned yeah, something I mean, about my husband Christmas today. is good, but man, July 4th. I like thinking about the country. I like thinking about mm. you know how, how great America is. You just sit around thinking about the country. You could like, do man. that on like any yeah. day of the, the year. <laughs> I could, but July 4th is special. It's our Independence Day. It's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I haven't been doing July 4th right in that I don't usually do much on it. Well, and I think... Oh, my I family, think it does a lot on my, July 4th. My issue with July 4th is that like sometimes I think uh, I'm such a like follower and in the box type of person. I wonder back in the 1700s if I would have been like pro UK pro Definitely pro would've. British and say like guys what are you doing like our life is fine pay the taxes let's not fight it's an interesting thought I, I worry like that that's what I would be yeah and like if today we had to fight like that would I right. stand up and say like no like screw these guys that's so interesting what do yeah. you think you would have done I, I don't I honestly don't know unless I like if I had been an adult 
maybe I would have fought, maybe I would have listened, but I, I try to like think about what I would what but I would have done. In order to know. in order to know that, you'd have to try to recreate how you'd feel about the crown and all that. Yeah, and you can't and know because taxed yeah, are you a landowner? Are I you think a, you like, would have fought the, for freedom. I think you would have. Think so. Yeah. So anyway, I think Knowing about that. You, and go like that, that's a tough decision. I understand yeah. both sides, and so anyway, I'm just grateful. I guess I don't. Let's not get into it, but you know, two questions. July fourth. One, Jenna, what would you have guessed Al's favorite holiday was? Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And two, you say you're an in-the-box, rule-following kind of guy. Yeah. Aren't there... I feel like there's got to be a dark side to Al. There there must be some rules that you always break. Are there any rules that you break or things that just enrage you? Uh, I would say over-the-counter drugs. I don't care about those that much. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, when when people say, like, well, should I take two or one? I was like, just take two. It doesn't matter. Like... (laughs) It's Whoa, not a big deal. rebel! Yeah, over the counter drugs. I feel like those are so. So you like? So you like? I have a headache. In the Advil container says take two, and you're like, take three. Fuck it. Like, yeah. I don't give a uh, shit. Honestly, it's like, well, how bad is it? Because I'll take four. Because those rules are so generic. Like, you don't know if I'm a hundred pounds or three hundred pounds. Like that. Those are two very different scenarios of True. people. I love that those he drugs had an are going to have different right away. I know. He's, thought about it, and he is yeah. very passionate about it. <laughs> He's definitely thought about it because if he is going to break a rule, he needs a really good reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but otherwise, I'm like, let's follow the rules. Follow They're the rules. there to protect us. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything that Al's kind of a rebel on. I don't. Eh. But you're very opinionated. Yeah, I'll, I'll have opinions, but that like puppy's stupid anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, like, um, it's sometimes it's hard for me to think of like an abstract idea. So, like, I envy people who are creative and can think of, like, new business ideas or anything like that. I'll go... Like turtles being contestants on The Bachelor. Exactly. <laughs> that kind I would of have genius. never come up with that <laughs> gold mine. <laughs> are there... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Are there rules that Jenna breaks? Because Jenna's a little bit of rebel, I'd say. A little more of rebel oh, than yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Are there rules that she breaks that um, drive you insane? Uh, I No, I... Jenna is just more like uh, free spirited than I am. So like, so a perfect example where she'll say like, Hey, I think we should do this. And I take that as like a command, like, okay, so we should definitely do this. And I'm going to start focusing on how can we do this? <laughs> you know, even if it's just like, Hey, I think we should go out Friday night. I'm like, okay. So I'm focusing on a Friday night, five o'clock. I'm like, so we going out? And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, you said we should go out. I'm, I'm like, I'm doing this. So like, that's the type of in the box where like, right. I'll take it as a command as, as in, Jenna's just like free thinking of like, yeah, I thought it would be cool back on Tuesday, but today's Friday. I don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, hmm. just things like that. Not a bad thing. Hmm. Sorry that everything reminds me of stuff from my childhood. I feel like it's been a theme lately with 50 Nifty and really rosy Jack Proletsky and all the stuff we talked about. But I know that it resonates with the audience. But that reminded me of, did you guys read Amelia Bedelia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She took everything literally. She was the nanny that took everything literally. So when they told her to like steal the steal second base, she literally stole the base. Anyway, we you're a little bit up, of Amelia Bedelia. Yeah, we grew up with the book uh, Mr. Banana Head. What is that? Mr. Banana Head did the same thing. Like the, his wife is like, remember to leave the door ajar. And he like replaces the door with a jar. <laughs> and then like, don't forget to draw me a bath. And she's just drawing her in a bath. Right. Yeah. So that was, it's terrible. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Banana Head. <laughs> check it out. It's I'm on Amazon. Check it out. You can buy the book. I'm, okay. I'm going to buy it for like all my family members and send it to them because it's like a ridiculous book that we grew up with. 
I've yeah. never, I've only heard your dad reference it to when, my mom. To, yeah, when he called her that or something. Yeah, she did something, and, and she's like, and my dad just says like, "Okay, Mister Banana Head." Yeah, <laughs> that's all I've heard it. So I've Mr. never seen the book. I have to check yeah. this out. Daniel, favorite holiday? Yeah, I don't know. It used to be Halloween, mm-hmm. and now did I steal that from you? Yes, and now it's Christmas because <laughs> I don't get to celebrate Halloween anymore. You are allowed to celebrate Halloween. Alone, <laughs> I'm like you can do it, but not not in this house. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just I'm not a Halloween person, so I don't like to plan my costume way ahead of time. Like you, you're you like you get pretty into the costumes. Not you, anymore. I used to. Yeah. Yes. Before we got married. If we divorce, yes. I feel people will go go back and listen to these episodes. I don't think this raises to that level, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying if. Ugh. People who might be getting uncomfortable, we're just joking. I yeah, do think I do think kidding. that I will get a talking to after the show a little bit. But this part is just joking. Yes, we're joking. Jeff. Oh my god. <laughs> Favorite holiday? I'm hard pressed to pick one. I used to like Halloween a lot. I'm a little <gasps> Halloween I'm best a- friends, Halloween best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little over it. Like I like I like how much kids like Halloween now. Mm. I think it's great, but I know too many adults that are just a little too into it. Um, so into it. Oh, my god! It's okay. <laughs> no, oh, that's okay. I, I don't mean it like that. Like, suck it, bitch. <laughs> no, no, I know <laughs> what you're right. saying. I, no, no, no. I know exactly what you're saying. It's become like a whole thing. Well, no. I, I, just, I, I liked Halloween before everyone started to get into I, it. <laughs> I know a lot of kind of punk rock and goth and hot rod rock and roll people that are just like Halloween tw- 24 hours a day, 365 mm-hmm. uh, days a year. And it's I'm a little over that. I was going to say Thanksgiving because I like all the food and oh, the cooking. Yeah. Oh, thanks. But you know what I'm going to say? And I could be a little biased because today is Memorial Day. But you know what? I like a Memorial Day. Mm. And I will tell you why. On the East Coast, much more than here, Memorial Day is the beginning of summer. Yes. Mm-hmm. So on the East Coast... Memorial Day comes around. That's the beginning of the season down the shore. When, if you're going to live down the shore for the summer, you're moving down there. You're looking for a summer job down there. You have a house down there. You're opening it up and starting to get renters down there. And it's really the beginning of summer. And there's something very exciting about it. And everybody's outside and they're doing their first big barbecue. Which shore? Any of them? Uh, Well, for me, it was the Jersey Shore. I mean, when I say down the shore, that's what people say when they're referring to Jersey Shore. Right. Uh, Long Beach Island I used to go to specifically. But there's something really fun about it, and I have a fun memory. I had tons of great times down the shore and living down there. And there was something I was talking to Larry Miller about how you used to get a summer job and you would start looking at Memorial Day because that's when all the theme parks and restaurants and all that were hiring people. And there was something really cool about the fact that you were going to change your identity for a mm-hmm. summer. You were, I'm going to become this guy. Like, I'm going to be a janitor for the summer. I'm going to be a waiter for the summer. I'm going to be a cook. I'm working in a surf shop. I'm doing. I'm renting bikes. And it, there was something cool like, oh, I'm going to take on this temporary personality for the next three months. And that, like that's what I'm going to do. And then when Labor Day comes, I'm not going to do it anymore. And you're just going to move on. Huh. There's something fun and exciting about that. And I, I get kind of nostalgic. Whenever I hear Memorial Day is coming up, I get excited and nobody out here really cares. Not yeah. for that reason. I mean, people... people Yours and Al's to me are like, I hear what you're saying. And as someone who grew up in Tucson, <laughs> uh, those holidays, it, I had the, almost the opposite feeling about them because the summers are so fucking brutal oh. that the summer is the worst time of the year. It's like 
60 days over 100 degrees Oof. and Yikes. it's just yeah, like oh know. it's just brutal and um the only like uh identity you take on during the summer is guy who stays in air conditioning <laughs> like i'm gonna be that guy all summer. <laughs> well, the guy who never goes outside it's funny my one one of my best friends from high school mm. was in town last week and uh i was showing him around town and he was so excited to see sunlight because he's from Philadelphia and they've been having terrible weather and it's cold. And you forget how crazy people go on the East Coast when it finally starts to get warm yeah, out. Yeah. It, you just don't see the sun and you're all cooped up and you're cold. He was so excited to see sunlight. We went out to get some lunch and we were just, I was like, you want to sit inside or outside? And he's like, outside? What are you like? Of course I want to sit outside. Like, all right, okay. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot more exciting summer back there. Yeah. And then one last thought. Um, sorry, that was, yeah. About Christmas. That was my favorite holiday. We may have killed it this year because we extended Christmas well into March. Because <laughs> we had our tree, tree up. <laughs> a lot of people have wanted to know if the tree's still up. It's not. We took yeah, it down. But I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do this year at Christmas. So we'll see. We went to New York for Christmas. New York seems Christmassy, but this year it was like 70 degrees and slushy, oh, and yeah. it was it was uh, there was no there was no Christmassiness happening. Yeah, in I New don't York. like that. Um, okay. Eris No Perfume says, and you know, I'm wondering what Eris No Perfume is a reference to. Let us know, Eris No Perfume. What did everyone wear to prom? And if they did not go to a prom, a similarly formal dress occasion from that age in their lives. I wore something that actually looked a lot like a wedding dress, a terrible, terrible, gigantic, puffy wedding dress to prom. It was white <laughs> and it was big and I was white and big and um, <laughs> it wasn't a good look. But I feel like <laughs> most people look back on their prom pictures and think, ugh, Oof. what was oh, going yeah. on there? I got super sunburned. There was junior prom, senior prom. I did not go to senior prom because I didn't, I didn't want to go. So I, told, I did get asked, and I told the guy I was going out of town. Mm. And I left Provo and went to Salt Lake. Just which was, to not go with him? Yeah, because I really didn't want to go. I, at the time, I only had like one class. I was barely in high school at that point. Oh, were you right. advanced? I just had a lot of extra credits because I was mm. trying to push through. So I, I took... No, okay. I had two classes my last semester of high school. So I didn't even feel like I was there. And I just right. didn't want anything to do with it at that point. But then junior prom, I was very into. And that morning, we took the ACTs. And then in that... I don't know if you guys did this at your proms, but we did like all day dates. No. Oh my gosh. So we all took the ACT together that morning. What a crazy, what crazy timing. Oh, I know. So then that afternoon we hiked and it was incredibly sunny and hot and we all got really sunburned. And then we did a water fight and picnic at the park. And then by the time it was, we had to go home and get ready for the actual prom. And then the after party, I was so exhausted because I got super sunburned. So mm. my pictures are just like so bad because I'm wearing this kind of black sparkly dress with a purple shawl. That and I'm, cute. Was it big or was it fitted? It was fitted. That's fitted, uh, not fitted, fitted, but right. like straight down. Mm -hmm. Um, but my cheeks and my whole face is just like a tomato. So I just look terrible. Yeah. yeah. Were you dating this guy? Were, did you date? Were you allowed to date in high school? Um, I didn't technically start dating till I was 16 because that's kind of the Mormon thing. Kids don't. They say they, you can go on group dates, 14, 15, but you shouldn't start like 
dating pairing off pairing yeah. off mm-hmm. until like 16 ish and even then they go like well, avoid being exclusive you know whatever so anyway i was dating a guy mm-hmm. and he was crazy legitimately <laughs> an insane person mm-hmm. um actually i think Nat like was diagnosed later in life not crazy he just was un- out of control because nobody was helping him like rein in whatever he was feeling mm-hmm. and it was like all over the place all the time and at the time i thought like this is all my fault because i didn't understand oh, what geez. was wrong with him and he didn't either so he would go like one day everything was great and then the next day it was, it was just, just like bipolarism yeah which i feel bad saying crazy at the time i felt like it was crazy now i don't want people to think i think if you have bipolar you're crazy that's not what right. I'm saying at all. But as a high schooler, it felt like, out am I going crazy? Yeah. This is so out of control. So anyway, he was kind of out of control. And was he like rageful or just, or he would be happy and then depressed or all of it? <sighs> all of it. And we were dating at this time. We ended up breaking up shortly after, but he kept, we have a, it's a saga, a long story. Anyway, uh, my high school dating <laughs> saga. He, we were dating, we went to prom but the entire time at the dance, he kept asking me if I would have rather been with this other guy. Oh. So the whole time he was just on my case about it. Like, I can tell you'd rather be with him. And by the end, you're like, yeah. I right. Because you keep <laughs> exactly. About this. By the end, it was like, just take me home, which is pretty much what happened. Right. And then it was like, we ended up fighting and it was horrible and whatever. Oh, that does sound mm. awful. But yeah. So yeah. I had like a very cliche get in a fight at prom situation, <laughs> except he was the one that was out of control. And I was trying to be like, let's just be cool. Like, let's not overreact. And he's the one freaking out. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Al? Al's prom I, I did not go to any prom or what? anything like that. Yeah, my, my band played a show my junior year, so I chose to play the show as opposed to go to prom. Rock and roll. Mach 5? We, I, we were... Uh, <laughs> I think we were aisle nine at this time. Okay. Yeah, that was that aisle was nine is where you to... find the rock and roll. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> where can I find the rock and roll? That'd be an aisle nine. Yeah. And then uh, I left high school early, so I didn't go to prom. I think my last like high school dance was uh, turnabout, where the girls asked the guys. I had to go as a sophomore. You called it turnabout. Yeah, we called what it. What did turnabout. they call it at your school, Jenna? Oh, Sadie out. Hawkins. Sadie Hawkins. Yeah, Sadie Hawkins. Or at we my had school. Morp too. Oh yeah, prom backwards. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. We did yeah. not we had have the that. Snowball though. is what we called it. Oh Why? yeah. I don't make it. I don't know. It's <laughs> so hot. They just didn't want to think about snow. <laughs> call, I don't know. They called it the snowball dance. What was it called? The... Sorry, Jeff. In your school, what was it called? Uh, Sadie Hawkins. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. No, we called it turnabout. So that was the last one. I, that was my sophomore year, and it was lame. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I just was like, I don't get what we're doing here. This is interesting yeah. that um, both Jenna and Al graduated early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a Mormon thing? Not at all. It was all. not. No. No, <laughs> no we're fact, just both yeah. similar. Yeah, we just both felt like we were ready to be done. I, mm-hmm. I went and visited my brother who was taking summer classes at a university over the summer, my sophomore to junior year, and I figured out what college was, and I was like, I really want to go here. Mm-hmm. And you were allowed, because my I was in um, AP classes, so when I got to college, I had extra credits. So my senior year of college, I took fewer classes, and it was it was pretty great. But high school, there I, there wasn't really an option for like do doing other classes and getting extra stuff. Yeah, so my high school was built sort of like a, they were trying to like be college campus type mm. like, and so they would have these like you could take option periods and spend the time in the library or do whatever you needed to do, and I would never take those. 
And then I had older friends and I figured out like I could study up and test out of some classes that weren't required. And so I just like, I studied really quick. And as soon as I knew that I could sign up for this class, I signed up for these random tests and I would just test out of classes and get the credit. And then I took like one summer school course Mm -hmm. and I left early against everybody's like, my counselor was like, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. And I said like, this is my plan. I'm going. You were going to pursue a life of rock and roll. I was like, the band's going to make it. (laughs) And we know it. Why were they advising against it? They just, I had a counselor that loved high school. And so he just said, like, why would you leave this place? This oh, is, my gosh. This is the greatest place ever. <laughs> you're yeah. going you're gonna to regret it. You're going to love I mean, Those fucking people. I remember yeah. freshman year, they made us watch a film. It was like, these are the greatest years of your life. Take advantage That's of them. That's so much Ugh. pressure. And I loved high school. It was a lot of fun. But it was fun for a freshman, sophomore. And then I figured out, like, guys, it's so much cooler when we get out of here. <laughs> just trust me. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've seen it. Yeah. It's wonderful. There's no bedtime. There's no, <laughs> no one checks up on you. There's no and, PE. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. go. And so I, I was so excited to get I out. I love how PE is the worst part of <laughs> high school for you. You're like, there's no PE. <laughs> Imagine a world where there's no PE. When like most PE kids are like. PE was the worst part for me. It's truly like, horrifying. Most we kids are like, I, I had three periods of PE. It was awesome. You know, I <laughs> never understood that. I did not understand that at all. Because for me, P was like I can't wait till I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, did you go to prom? I did, I did not go to prom. I could not have cared less about high school. <laughs> I was taking classes at the college. I was doing other stuff. Uh, and also, and this is the real reason I didn't go to senior prom. I had a mad crush on a girl who was in a relationship. So I was just like. What? I don't even care enough to. <laughs> why would I do this? You know. That's awesome. Uh, so that was my. I want to ask which one it was, but you maybe you don't want to say the name, or do you not mind? Yeah, her name was Star. Oh, it's that one. Aww. Wow. Yeah. So crushworthy. Yeah. Jeff, prom. I went to my senior prom, but I didn't plan to because I was too. I was not into high school, and I was too into punk rock and not high school square stuff. But the week before my prom. I met my friend's sister. So I wound up taking my friend's sister to my prom, but I did it on short notice. So I just wore a suit, but not a tux because I had made the decision so late that I didn't have time to get a tux because I had met her the week before in court. (laughs) What were you in court for? Uh, Jax. I was in court because I was busted at a party at their house like a month or two before that. I was sober. Uh, I, I walked but I did have to appear in court, and that's where I met her. And we were hanging out in the back, bullshitting like cool kids w- that we were. And I was like, "This girl's really cool." And I said, "Hey, you want to go to my prom with me?" She said, "Yeah, that'd be cool." When is it? And I was like, "Friday," mm-hmm. and this was like the Friday before. And I couldn't even get out of work, so I actually had to work my shift as a janitor that evening, and then rush home and change and put on a suit. And then I took her to the prom. And so, since it was so late, I didn't have tickets, and we snuck in. <laughs> that is punk rock. Yeah, I think. All in all, net effect was that it was very punk rock. (laughs) But my only regret is that we didn't get pictures taken because in my mind, this doesn't make sense in retrospect, but I thought there was going to be some list of who had bought Mm -hmm. tickets to line up who the pictures go to. And then they would have taken, seen my picture and said, he he never bought a ticket. Um, So I had to go to court again. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't want to be two strikes. And uh, yeah, so I, there are no pictures of it, unfortunately. Did you date her? I did not. 
I did not. But um, but I, I thought she was really cool. She is very cool, and she was very nice, and I knew her for a while. But the funny part was when I went to my friend's house to pick her up, my friend, who she looks, they look very similar, being brother and sister. But when I opened the door, there was a, a, a stairs going up to a landing on the second floor, and I opened the front door and walked in and looked up, and he had put on his other <laughs> sister's prom dress <laughs> and started running down the stairs and jumped into my arms. And, but, awesome. and, and it fully took me... 10 or 15 seconds to realize it wasn't her. <laughs> and her name was Sonia Sotomayor. That's right. <laughs> okay. Next question. Oh, sorry. A, a short aside yes. was there was a girl that I knew that asked me to go to the prom and I said, thank you, but I'm, I'm not interested. I'm not going to go. Oh. And then she saw me there. That's oh. sad. Yeah. Oh. oh, heartbreaker. Yeah. I feel like your life, God damn it, Jeff, like your life could be like a Faulkner novel or something like <laughs> yes. that. Like I just want someone to just sit down with you for a few months and then make a Netflix series about it. <laughs> could be called Down that. by the Shore. I just, I down feel like there's a lot of Down the Shore. Yeah. Down the shore yeah. and, and just, just that kind of. A lot of shovel and horse shit. That plays really well to on me, Netflix. It, there's a romance to, to, to every story I hear in Je- from Jeff. And that's probably because I grew up in the desert. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, you were living by, you know, and there was like going to the junkyard and getting like things and then throwing rocks at squirrels or something. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> romantic. Throwing rocks at squirrels. <laughs> I don't know. You may have imagined that, but. Uh, yeah, that, it actually also may have happened. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of fireflies in your life, right? Like, yeah, yeah, lots okay, of fireflies. Come on, no. <laughs> but anyway, I did apologize to the girl. I felt bad. Oh, good. Oh, nice yeah. of you. Apologize at prom? Yeah, because she walked off to me and said, what the fuck? You said you weren't coming to the prom. Oh, ballsy. Yeah. You said she it was probably court pretty punk rock, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yes. you, what was your, uh, how did you explain it? I said, well, I said, well, I didn't, I didn't want to come. I said, I, I wasn't planning on coming, but then I changed my mind. But the thing is that you had to plan these things in advance. Right. I mean, people asked each other very far out and made plans very far out. So she had asked me very far out and then had gone with somebody right. else. Mm. But when you agreed to, or not when you, when you asked your friend's sister, were you like, oh, I hope Sonia doesn't see me at prom or had you forgotten about that? And then when you saw her, you're like, uh-oh. No, I didn't really think anything about it because she had asked somebody else and she was going with right. somebody else. So I don't, I don't think she, you know, I don't think I was some mad crush of hers. You never know. Oh. Okay. Toby Milton says, is your house a shoes on or off household? Good question. On. It used to be off. You, you had a shoes off house? Yeah, I used to. When you met me, my, uh, I was shoes off. Now I'm shoes on. I don't remember that. Well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know that you obeyed the rules. Maybe that's why. Maybe you didn't tell me the rules. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we're shoes on, but I grew up shoes off because oh, really? I grew up in Korea. I would say we were shoes off. Boy. In our house? I oh, always take my shoes we off. We always take our shoes off, I guess, but it's not like don't even walk in the house with your shoes on. I see. Yeah, yeah. So we don't care. Right, but, but I take my shoes off. It's like a habit. No matter where I go, I take my shoes off. We're a bra here. off household. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Actually, definitely. Maybe I'm misunderstanding the question. We don't wear shoes at home very often. However, we don't make people take their shoes off and line them up by the door. To me, that would be a shoes off house. I Correct. See. That's yeah. what I'm imagining yeah. as well. You're right. Yeah, we don't do yeah. that. So we we we're okay with shoes. Yeah, 
but growing up, you were shoes off. Yeah, because we lived in, well, in Korea, we had like a little room before you actually go in your house. So you dump all your shoes and stuff in, um, which uh, most houses in Korea did. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved to Utah, my mom was very protective of her carpet. Because, That's the thing. Yeah. So uh, now at my mom's house, she when everyone comes home for the summer, she has like a little shoe cart that's by the door so when all my nieces and nephews run in or we all come in you just throw your shoes in there so that uh, takes care of it smart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. jeff i'm gonna guess you were shoes on yeah growing up it was it was no preference there there was one kid in my neighborhood my best friend who his parents were shoes off and we thought it was the craziest (laughs) thing like you would walk in and he would kind of have to take you aside and be like look my mom has this weird thing you gotta take your shoes off in the house (laughs) it was like he had to apologize for Mm -hmm. it like you're this is craziness. What? What are we in Japan? But yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. shoes. Uh, no preference. And currently, I take my shoes off when I get home. But I don't, I don't care what you do. Yeah, I knew one kid growing up who I went to his house once, and um, they used no condiments in the house. And his what? mom made us sandwiches, and they were. It was just like bologna on bread. Oh, it's. And- it was to me that was like the craziest thing in the world. Is this like, related to them not having their shoes on? Like, no, actually, it has nothing to do with that. the The relation is in the same way that growing up, Jeff thought the family, he and his friends thought the oh. family that didn't have shoes was like the craziest thing. I couldn't, I could not fathom. Why wouldn't no they condiments. do that? Why? How they were into healthy stuff, and I guess condiments just weren't healthy. Mm. I don't know. I I it was believe to mustard me. to be very healthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll live a long life. But why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but see, now I think I could go without condiments. I wouldn't want to. You eat salad without dressing sometimes. Yeah. Now I, or like I don't eat sandwiches very often, but I could put meat on bread and not put a, a um, wettening agent mm. on it. Yeah. And your salad picks up all the spice from the uh, drain in the sink in the trash can <laughs> yes. anyway. So. Tons no, of flavor. You guys, I've been so mm. good about avoiding germs lately. Okay. Let's see here. Sam Swan T wants to know, do you guys like horror movies? If so, what are your favorites? No, absolutely not. I don't like them. They scare me. I love scary movies. Um, is there a difference between horror and scare? Like, are we talking a specific type of horror? Because I don't like is, it to be what just... What kinds do you like? I love just like any sort of ghost story. Like The Ring? Yeah, Sign me up. So scary. Loved The Ring. So you like The Ring, but you're not into uh, Saw. Correct. Right. So you're not into like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, yeah. What about Halloween? Halloween's okay, just because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie's so not gory if you watch it now. Yeah. Right. Like so, right. so few people actually get killed. That, in that, mo- movie. that movie's all about the mood that it sets. Yes, and, and the music horror. and everything. Yeah. But I would say I, I love scary movies. Is it Insidious? Ooh, that that's was a, a great that's a good one. scary movie. Really scary. Yeah. Do you ever get really scared? In the moment, I get very scared, but I find it to be like the best adrenaline rush. So it's like a roller coaster or something, which I absolutely despise and hate. Oh, that's interesting. See, you for hate me, roller coasters. a scary totally. movie hmm. is like a traumatic event that I'm going to relive for the next six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I can put it away. I cannot. Yeah, so like, I finish it, and then maybe I'm scared for like a couple minutes, and then I go like, "Well, that was fun." And you're like, oh, "Just that was fake." Yes, but I do enjoy the movies that make me think it's real. So like I can, but I can't, most ghost stories, I can find something where I go like, 
stupid. Like I, the first paranormal activity, I was like, this is such a scary movie until the ghost had footprints. And I was like, that's so stupid. Ghosts don't have footprints. What a dumb movie. So it has to be really good. Did you see Blair Witch? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. But did you? Hello. (laughs) I was afraid to even watch commercials for it or look for, look at signs for it. I have a theory, Al. I, I, my theory is that they don't bother you at all. Yeah, they don't really bother me. Yeah. I'm too like, eh, this isn't real. See, I think that horror movies are worst for people that have really, really, don't take this the wrong way, really, re- <laughs> Go on. really, really uh, active imaginations. So like, like what you were saying, like you don't imagine Inside things that aren't the box, real. There's really nothing scary. Yeah, because like, <laughs> for really me, nice. my folks would rent, this is back when you would rent a VCR, uh, and we would rent a VCR for the weekend. And we'd go to the video store, and I would get like Ski School or uh, Spring Break or one of these teen uh, comedies, and they would get horror movies. And then I would be in my bedroom listening to the audio of the horror movies and not sleep for three days <laughs> because I'm a magic. I remember they they watched The Howling, mm-hmm. and it was just like I was terrified. I remember staying up all night. And I was reading this Peanuts book. <laughs> I'm getting the heebie-jeebies right now. Because the howling's all about werewolves who eat humans. That is like a horrible. And I was drawing like uh, I remember it was I got so delirious I was drawing like little farts out of the butts of all the peanut characters. <laughs> but uh, you know that's how you deal with horror movies. But um, <laughs> So I uh, have always been susceptible, but then I started to like them, and I like the. I'm with Jenna. I like the really creepy ones. I like The Shining's one of my favorite Ooh, movies. Great one. Um, but the ones, the horror, the torture porn ones. When I was uh, doing acquisitions at Magnolia, um, we were. I was having to watch a lot of horror movies uh, for acquisitions, and it was like at a certain point I had to stop because it's too appealing. I it looks awesome. <laughs> no, it's like watching people carve yeah. each other up and yeah. be horrible. Ugh, to me, it's like, no. especially when the whole Gulf War was going on, it's just like, this is happening in the real world. Like, I just could, it was too, I couldn't, I didn't want to watch people do that. So, um, I don't like violence, so it's hard for me, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But I love a good, like, like thrill, like a movie that sets that crazy. Spooky tone. Have you seen Insidious? No. It is so good. If you like the creepy, scary, you should watch it. Yeah, Yeah. into that. It's really a great one. But then I'll be scared for weeks. See, I grew up watching them too. My mom used to let me watch. At a pretty young age, I saw The Shining for the first time Mm. with her, and I remember being like, "Oh, this is really fun." Because she would make it fun too. She'd kind of get you all like. She'd kind of right. spook you out and get the really Shining's excited movie. about it. So The Shining was like my first scary movie. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. I love it. Oh, but back to my original point, Al. The reason why those scared me so much was because it, I, if I could imagine it, then it became real to me. Mm-hmm. So right. like if I could imagine that there was a werewolf in my closet, <laughs> then the I, it was hard to imagine that there wasn't a werewolf in my closet. <laughs> totally. You know? So that's that's why. Just the other night. So sometimes when I can't sleep, I will. I haven't done this in a while, but sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll get up and come out to the living room and sleep on the couch for a little while. I don't know why. It just 
sometimes just changing the room allows me to sleep. And as I was making my way out here, I started thinking about The Exorcist, um, which haunted me for so long. Like that was probably the worst thing that happened to me at age 12 was that <laughs> oh, I was so young. Yeah, we were. It was that's a rough movie Halloween. We were spending the night at my friend Katie's house and we all watched it was a slumber party. Her birthday was very close to Halloween. Um, so it was a Halloween slumber party. Exorcist. I don't even think I saw most of it. I just hid under a blanket <laughs> with another scaredy cat friend. Um, but so much of that movie is the sound tr- or the audio. Yep. Yeah. So it really, really fucked with me. So much so that it popped into my head the other night. And I was like, maybe maybe I can't be alone out here on the couch because it was dark and my eyes were adjusted. I'm like, what if there's a person over there? What if this is it? And then I was like, oh, come on, you're an adult. And yeah. I just fell asleep. But for a second, I was like, I have to go back to Daniel and Wendy. I, I can't handle it. That yeah. movie, yeah. I would say of all the scary movies I watched, I watched that one alone. <laughs> um, my mom used to have a condo in Salt Lake and I would stay there occasionally as like a in my when I was like 17 because I switched high schools for a while. Mm-hmm. So I went to a high school in Salt Lake and there were like a night or two a week where I would be alone. And I made the mistake of watching that one alone up oh. there by myself. And that was the first time... Mm-hmm. That I was like, okay, now I'm really scared. And there were like a couple nights after that where I thought like, I should have never watched that alone. That was a huge mistake. Yeah. I can't even really read, and I don't need anyone to remind me, but I can't really even remember that movie well enough to remember what was so scary about it. But it just was. Everything about it. Again, it's a a good horror movie is setting a mood. It's the music. It's the way it's shot. It's the editing. Just the vulnerability. If you took that movie apart, it's not really scary. But... Mm, it, 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 it's There's a the couple scenes that I can still see really vividly in my head, though. It's like The Shining is a perfect example, right? Like, so the the final sequence, spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't seen The Shining, but like when it's all starting to go crazy, yeah. and she's like running around the hotel, and she looks in this room, and there's a, a guy in a um, I don't know, chipmunk costume giving head to the butler, and he looks up, and it's like the it just on its surface, it's a, a ridiculous. Like, what's scary about that? But in the context of everything, it's the it's just so fucking bizarre that it scares the shit out of you. But the relationship, like, I'm sure that a million papers have been written about the role of sexuality in horror films. Uh-huh. Like the like that. I is, doubt anyone's it, ever thought of that. It is scary. There's See, I don't even remember that. that. Yeah. Because I probably, yeah, I uh, probably uh, didn't know what I was version, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That too. Yeah, yeah, maybe like an edited version. Right. Maybe it was well, on no, TV. You don't see anything. It's just like his head, the chipmunk's head's in his lap and then he looks up and they're like, what are you? And, oh, I would have not even known then <laughs> right. what was happening. That's why. Watch it again. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> bringing that to light. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> have you, I think we've talked about this before on the show, Skeleton Key. Did you see Love that one? Love that one. That, scared the shit out of me that is one that is a surprisingly i remember i saw it uh and everyone was kind of laughing at it in the theater and i was too and then i went home and was like now i'm afraid of mirrors because that's a part of Mm. oh it was such a that one was so scary to me that's a good one i recently m night Shyamalan recently had a movie last year the visit and it was like oh he's back this is a great movie and it was really good and very scary Mm. So yeah. I enjoyed that, that one. That one's messed up. Jeff, scary movies. Uh, I like I like old monster movies. I like scary, like psychologically scary movies, like something like Rosemary's Baby or Skeleton mm. Key or The Ring. But I hate splatter 
gore splatter core stuff i hate that stuff i i once paid for a rob zombie movie and i'm still mad about it <laughs> yeah I, I just i just think that stuff is so cheap and uninteresting and just i'm all for pushing the boundaries and you know but it's just there's just nothing to it. it's just just no there there it's just it's right. just stupid <laughs> There were a couple teen scary movies that I do recall being into. One being Monster Squad and another one being The Gate, which featured a young Stephen Dorff, whom I had a crush on. Um, yes, I remember The Gate. Yeah, and those were like a little bit scary. And I could handle those, and I even found them sort of fun and exhilarating. So I can see what people would like, just not, I just can't handle it. Yeah, horror movies are best if there's some sort of mythology in it. So there's a mystery of some kind. If it's just a, if it's just like oh there's a killer and th- I mean now I say that Halloween the first Halloween's great but like for the most part who gives a shit? It's just like oh a bunch of teens are gonna get killed like and for me but if there is like uh like oh you know like what is it the Clive Barker movies Hellraiser or any of those where there's like some sort of crazy mystery at the heart of it the Ring you know where mm-hmm. they're trying to solve, that I can get into because it just it just it's like the same thing that's good about uh, something like I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of Harry Potter, but I don't. I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter. But where there's like it's a, it's like oh, there's a secret world. There's a mystery. Like, right, right, right. Like I'm into that. Twin Peaks has that. There's something beyond what we're seeing, and these horror things are coming out of that. I like that. Nightmare yep. on Elm Street, which I never saw, also scared the shit out of me. That was Just a, the premise. Of that it. was a very scary movie, and that was there was. There was a pretty good amount of splatter in it, but that was actually, I would say that's a pretty good movie there, because there was a kind of a, a sci-fi psychology right, twist to dream. it. I yeah. didn't know anything about that movie, but a friend of mine who was, she was always fucking with me. She was like three or four years older than me and she, she knew I was so gullible <laughs> and she convinced me that there was a house in like the neighborhood next to ours that was that house and she she told me or the house like i don't even know if there is a the house because i've never seen it and but it was like the house on elm street yeah it was uh, elm street oh. she was like yeah yeah there was an elm street and she's like that's the nightmare on elm street <laughs> oh, and you know and then like you know uh there was some story about she told me about the the mom who fell down a a banister and got impaled on a fence thing and I was just like ah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't really believe that <laughs> it's like, it's like crazy. poor little Dano I believe everything I believe everything everybody told me when I was a kid I'm a kid I don't know <laughs> um, let's do just me or everyone sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done just me or everyone but first you guys we have t-shirts available we have ringtones available you heard one of them before we have bonus episodes available go to the store on my website alisonrosen.com you can see everything Um, most of the stuff is also available on itunes and gumroad some of it available for a pay what you wish price and follow me on twitter at allison rosen follow the show's twitter feed at ariymbf Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. Really, if you want to be following me on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. That's the page where I um, post a lot more stuff than any of the other ones. Um, and, uh, you know, I just Dequants lost the will. on the snappy. That's the what you're going to say. Yeah. Snappy. Yeah. No, well, I'm Allison Rosen BFF on Snapchat. I'm on YouTube. I'm everywhere. Jeff? I'm also everywhere, by which I mean only on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel <laughs> Jeff Fox. Daniel. 
Well, first, I'm at DQuants Dan- on the Snappy. Uh, <laughs> I am at Daniel Quants on the Instagram and Twitter, and I'm DQuants on the Snappy. And I also want to give a plug to Wheeler Walker Jr. Oh, yeah. My new favorite country artist. Go check out his album. It is fucking hilarious. Unless you're um clean living person and then it's it's gonna, it's very it's, it's very, very dirty. It's very dirty. Um and also listen to my Monday episode because he was the guest. Yes. He's oh, yeah. but it's Ben Hoffman, but we were a listening comedian to who it. performs as we have a Walker Jr. We were listening to it earlier and we had to pull over. It was we were yeah, laughing so it's hard. Really funny. Anyway. And it's it's really good album too, musically. Mm-hmm. Alan? I am now at the hashtag Al on so on almost all social media platforms. I envy that. It's nice. must be nice. Almost no, all. I don't have any followers and no one uh, <laughs> reads anything I do, but it's nice to have like uniformity across yeah. all platforms. So That's, I recommend it. Smart. Jenna? <laughs> oh, you can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and you can check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones on iTunes or com slash podcast or various other podcasting places. Check it out. You get a little more of me, a little more of the hashtag Al. So hashtag have- no regrets. A book club. Yes. What? Tell me about that. We, as a group, this was our first time. I feel like the next time is going to be better. But this, uh, we all read um, Leah Remini's book on sign, uh, Troublemaker. Oh, I want it. Is that good? It was good. Yeah. Um, it's fun because it's very much in her voice. And I just feel like she's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. She seems like someone who I'd want to hang out with for Did- a night. Did she talk about um, Miskovich's wife? Like a ton, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, okay. you, yeah, she really gets into it. So what we did was we just recorded a special episode of the podcast where we had, um, we t- called three or four people and then mm-hmm. we talked about the book. But this next time, my plan is to do a live YouTube uh, stream show. So we're going to do that, but we haven't picked another book yet. Fun. It was really, Ooh. really fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, we had a couple of psychologists call in. It was like Yeah, really cool. we like really got down yeah. into the nitty gritties. But then we were also a little scared because we didn't want um Scientology to come after you. Yes. They've already yeah. got <laughs> Al's name written down. I'm sure they do. They, they have you. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's just the hashtag Al. Yeah. Wait, when they call in, do you do Skype? Yeah. Skype or telephone. Skype's the best. Yeah, it we can run a telephone a in as well. Mm-hmm. See, I have thought in the past. I never want to have guests over Skype because my, I always think of it as sounding really like pingy and tin canny. But just lately, I've been listening to podcasts like where people are, yeah, where people are connected via Skype and you can't even tell. <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as, as Daniel yawned his expression of good audio quality. Allison was boring. But go ahead. <laughs> Not just you, uh, my friend. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Mm-hmm. No, Skype is great. Actually, we prefer Skype. It's better than telephone. Yeah, it's clear on on recording. For Alana's mm-hmm. show, a bunch of the show, a bunch of the shows we've done over Skype. Cool. Can the audience even tell? Do you think? It depends. There are a lot of variables. It's yeah. It's it's a little iffy. It's a lot of work trying to get the quality up, but right. um, it's pretty good. I mean, it doesn't. It never sounds like they're live. It doesn't sound like ISDN or anything, mm-hmm. but it sounds good. Yeah, better than I think of it sounding. Um, okay, just me or everyone. Toby Milton says, get irritated when I respond to a post on social media with a joke and someone who makes the same or similar joke after gets more likes. Mm. I don't know how much I've noticed that, but I could see where that's irritating. Hmm. Yeah, that would bug me. But yeah, I don't think I've had a lot of that. 
I just, I know, sorry. No, go no, ahead. No, you go. I'm going to change the subject for a second, uh, well, so I, go back. If you uh, need to yawn something into the mic, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I don't do that, but I will, if I think of a joke, sometimes do a search on Twitter to see yes. if someone oh, else has yes. thought of it. Oh, wow. I've done that. Because I don't want to be like making an obvious, like, is this something everyone's thinking? And then I'm the idiot that said the same thing. Okay, You'd ahead. be like, ah, people versus OJ Simpson. Hey, don't tell yeah. me how it ends, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. Uh, no, I was just saying, I just remembered, we talked about voiceover earlier. The phrase that I've been directed to use is, Sound like you have a chuckle in your voice. Oh, my God. Sound like you have a chuckle in your voice. Yeah. That's exactly what these people yeah. sound yes, that's like. that's what it is. Yes. So it just hit me. That's what I've been directed sound before. Sound like you have a chuckle in your voice. How that's do what... you do it? By like just barely almost chuckling? Yeah. Sometimes you actually do like a little, <laughs> like if in you, your, in the way you're saying it. If you it. listen to her voiceover and meet the Mormons mm-hmm. on Netflix, then like most of her voiceover is like this chuckling like and then they went over here. Like it's very, <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah, it is very, very bubbly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Your impersonation of Jenna is spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little more. <laughs> it's like, uh, and he wiggled his wings, like things like that. It's like, very <laughs> like, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there is a line in that where yeah. I do say "wiggle wings." That's weird. Yeah. And meet the Mormons. Yeah, he wiggled yeah. his wings. The pilot. He did. He wiggled his wings. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. Wiggle is the cutest word. <laughs> wiggle. Especially like when people describe dogs as being wiggly. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what would be a negative use of wiggle? Like, oh, there was a worm wiggling. Isn't there a hip hop <laughs> song? It's like wiggle, 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 wiggle or something. I don't know. Oh, pr- that feels right. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the cancer is wiggling through your body. That'd oh, gosh. Oh. That would be a negative. That'd be a bad oh, use of it. Bad. But that's right? not what cancer doesn't wiggle. I, it, I know. That's why it would be a horrible okay. way. What kind of doctor <laughs> are you? The wheels on this roller coaster are wiggling a lot. Yeah, that'd be oh, terrible. Oh, yep, yeah, there you go. Right. I take it back. Wiggly is not or, exclusively Or the cute. ghost is wiggling my little toe. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's cute. But if the ghost was like wiggling behind your head, don't look now, but there's a ghost wiggling behind your head. That's if scary. A, if you woke up and a ghost was wiggling your toe, you think you'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. Yeah. Depends. <laughs> it depends what kind of ghost. If it was Casper... Um, then it's like he is cute. cute but if it's not casper not <laughs> any other ghost but right. casper it's like sam kinnison then it's like <laughs> it's like Ugh. okay sorry okay wendy not the dog says i have always read faq as fac in my head me too yeah oh Isn't definitely that how it's said sometimes yeah uh, frequently asked questions you can call it a fact okay Ken Elwood said, just boiled some eggs for a salad, stunk up the kitchen, and thought of you. <laughs> just me or everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think it was just you earlier, but I like to think that across the land, people think of me when they think of stinky eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it of you when good. I boil eggs. Thank you. I do. Yeah. That, this is my legacy. Mm-hmm. Did, did I did I say my uh, my uh, advertising? Oh, uh, no, you haven't. My, my, what is it, slogan for the ad? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> slogan for the egg council yeah eggs the farts you can eat <laughs> <laughs> by the way crazy yes. egg thing happened to me the other day the other day being yesterday i opened up a hard-boiled egg and the yolk was white I, it was like completely colorless and it freaked me out a little bit but then i looked it up and apparently it doesn't mean anything bad just occasionally that happens and it they lack pigment but it, it's not like 
It doesn't mean cancer is going to wiggle through your body now. (laughs) (laughs) Did you eat it? I didn't eat the yolk, but I did eat the egg white. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. Albino egg. Yeah, yeah. What if the white ones had no cholesterol in them? Or something oh my god! Amazing? Like super yeah. diet yeah. egg. It, it it wasn't white. It was incredibly pale. Like it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't exactly the same shade as the egg white, but it was. It was just like a slightly no lighter shade of yellow. Well, no, like a dramatically lighter sh- shade of yellow. Hmm. Weird enough that I. It looked like clay almost. It messes with you because I used yes. to eat uh, ostrich eggs. You did? Yeah, down in Uruguay, they're like big on ostriches and emus and things like that. And that's like the egg that they would use. And it would it was like clear yolk or clear mm-hmm. um, egg white when they would boil it. And it was it just like weirded me out. It tasted the same, but it was very weird. Wait, they would boil it like a hard boiled egg? Yeah. And then, then you have a gigantic clear egg? Yeah. That's it's so weird. Like, so they would chop it up and put it in rice. Mm-hmm. And then put like mayo on it, and that's like what the what the meal would be. They put mayo on everything in Uruguay, and uh, so you would have like pieces of the egg white that would right. be like hard boiled, but it but would be clear, clear almost. That's yeah. so weird. Did yeah. you call it mayo guay? <laughs> yes. Are ostrich eggs good? Yeah, they taste. I mean, they're a little bit different, but they're essentially just a. It's but it's like hard boiling twelve eggs, chicken right. eggs. It's like it must be a huge. Ton. A lot yeah. of egg white though. Yeah, I know in one egg. Of, can yeah. you even buy ostrich eggs I, here? I, I feel no like you idea. probably Check Amazon could. Prime now. That'd be so <laughs> awesome. They had a lot, like I said, Imagine they, they would have- Imagine the carton they would come <laughs> right? in. It was ostriches and like emus because I remember the sounds would just like haunt me. because I sounds I was, of emus yeah, laying Yeah, because I lived out like in the sticks, like out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and I was not used to hearing any kind of livestock or- or any kind of animals when I would wake up in the morning. Did Greg's message really bring you back? <laughs> no. Just, what does an emu sound like? It, it was like this weird kind of like, it was almost like a Jurassic Park, uh, like dinosaur type. It, I, can't, I, I can't picture even, something like a donkey, like... No, like I would hear a rooster crow and that would make like your stomach drop out. Like, I don't know where I am. I'm not home. This is very uncomfortable. Right. And I live like next to these sheep that would Bleak. make their sheep sounds. And and then there was like an emu like just down the street. There's an emu that would lean its head in and be like, "Ow!" And, uh, yeah, it just did it. Did it um, wiggle your little toe yeah. <laughs> with its beak? It was just very weird, and so it it always kind of set me off. Like it would, it was unsettling. Right. Did unsettling. you eat ostrich meat? Do they eat? No, them or we just wouldn't. Their we eggs? wouldn't eat the meat because I I lived amongst like the people, like mostly poor people. I would pay them to cook food mm-hmm. um, because it was cheaper, and they could actually get some money that way. Uh, and so, like the egg would be all that they could afford. And then when I lived on the on the border of Brazil and Uruguay, there's a lot of like black market trade that goes back and forth. And you can't eat carpincho or capybara. What's that? That's those giant hamsters. But people They're would so scary. People yes. would get them. You say that like that's a thing. I know what it is. Oh, you know the giant uh, hamster. So it's like a hamster the size, like three Isn't times the size of Wendy. Like chupacabra. No, no, that's a monster that eats goats. Yeah, we called them carpinchos, but they're capybaras. Is like yeah. the right. Brazilian. So they're rodents. Portuguese word. Gigantic it's a, rodents. It's a rodent. I have pictures, but it's like it's a rodent the size, like three times the size of Wendy. Wow. And um, they just live out in the field. You'll just walk by, and it's a giant hamster-looking thing runs out and 
Yeah. You can, and you, you can't can see, like, eat them. And it jumps on a gigantic Ferris wheel and starts <laughs> it. There's just giant bottles <laughs> hanging <laughs> off of houses. Gigantic no, salt they, I guess it was illegal because people kill them too many times or whatever. They get extinct. Oh, so they were like protected? Yeah. And so sometimes people give us carpincho meat and it was like, Did you eat this it? is illegal. Oh, yeah. It was, it was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. They would like uh, turn it into sausage. Yeah. Mm, sounds it so was, horrible. It was pretty good, actually. But uh, that and then we would eat uh, molita, which is... Um, Armadillo. Oh. oh. Yeah, they just give you a roasted armadillo and you just crack it open and go to no, Are you, you serious? Yeah, absolutely. You oh my crack god. It they open. give you a whole yeah, they armadillo. Give you, it's a whole roasted armadillo. Oh. If they were if they were really nice, they would give you the because the tail is the delicacy. That's really oh. the piece that everybody wants. So if they like were keeping the delicacy, they would, they would keep the tail and give you the roasted armadillo. Or they would give you the whole thing. And so you you kind of crack crack it open and then carve out the meat uh, is the head yeah. on it uh-huh yeah what do you do the with guts? That? i didn't eat the head but i would just eat like the the meat because they have meat they have uh they have muscle yeah but like all the whole armadillo innards are in there too it's like if someone gave you a whole They'll, chicken with they, everything oh, they would clean out. that out and then roast the oh like but here yeah. have the head too yeah you keep sure it intact yeah, but let's get the guts out <laughs> yeah i have a picture of me like holding it it's how big are they Arma, the one I ate was only the size like, uh, like, like a, a football, like a football, and it was good. Yeah, I loved it. It was good. It tastes like um, kind of greasy roast beef, like if you if you meet like Sunday dinner roast beef, like Arby's. It's actually no, just like armadillo. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was good. Yeah, it disturbs me that I suspect a lot of meat tastes good because I don't want to find myself in a situation where I'm eating armadillo or or um, capybara. Or, like most meat, I don't really want to eat. Yeah. I actually wish I didn't eat the meat that I do eat. Mm-hmm. I would like to not eat meat, meat, but I, yeah. I do eat some meat. Yeah. Hmm. It's wild times. Wild Missions times. Missions are yeah. just if you a ever, thing if that there's happens. A, on yeah. Netflix, there's an Anthony Bourdain where he goes to Uruguay because uh-huh. part of his family lived in Uruguay like his grandfather did. And it's pretty accurate. So in they, that, it they, was in Uruguay, Uruguay. Yeah, he goes to Uruguay and eats the food, and like the experience <clears throat> in the towns he's in, like that's where I lived, and that's wow. what I did. Yeah, hmm. maybe I'll watch that. Except you won't. I don't think I will. <laughs> you won't. It's okay. But I'm curious. Megan Clem says, when estimating how much pasta to cook, my eyes are always bigger than my stomach. Every time. Yeah. Every always time. standard. Yeah. You know, speaking of pasta. Daniel had angel hair pasta the other night, mm-hmm. and I had a question. Did they offer you your choice of kinds of pasta? We This is a restaurant we used to go to a lot, and they would have, I, so, but I didn't let him ask. I knew what I wanted, so I just asked oh, for it. Oh, okay. Um, but I had a couple bites, because now I'm back on the carbs. It was so good. I feel like angel hair pasta is sometimes overlooked. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, love yeah. It. I like it a lot. It's... I, I, I ate, I've eaten too much regular spaghetti mm-hmm. that I'm kind of sick of that, but angel hair is always fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweaty Hooker says, just me or everyone, in my head I hear a mashup of the You Are a Dog and I'm Just a Cat songs from the show. I think we all do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to find that video. Yes. I, I got to find it, it. Oh, you I do? It I've seen it before. Oh, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Schuster says, you have tons of batteries in your junk drawer, but it's never... Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Here Allison. it comes. God. But it's never the type you need at that moment. Yes, except we don't even have a ton in our junk drawer. We just don't, don't really have the batteries we need. 
When you live with hashtag Al, you got all the batteries you need. Yeah. That is accurate. That's an accurate statement. Do you have a label maker? I do not have a label maker. I don't believe in those. You don't? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I just, <laughs> I've never, I, I don't, I don't know I why. don't think he would want that. Yeah. I don't want to label everything. I just want to have what I need. That's um, too much of a commitment. But is your battery wow. drawer organized? It was organized at one time. It's sort of like the house tools as opposed to like the garage tools. Okay. Uh, you know, there's a roll of duct tape and old smoke detector, things like that that are in there. Yeah. It used to be organized, but it's kind of a huge mess right now. Yeah, I it's where I keep like all day. of the IKEA tools that we collect mm. from random furniture yeah. we put together. That you're like, I-, I might need this random hex screw. <laughs> uh, and then I just keep. I have like C's and D's and triple A's and Got double A's. And- you know, in general, I feel like most of the things that I keep because I might need them one day. When I need that, that one day, I never go look for it at home. I just go out and buy it again. Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just found a thing in a junk drawer that I I needed, and I. Thought I was sure in my mind I had it, and I looked in the three places I thought it was, and then I went to the fourth, and it was there. What was it? It was a, a battery terminal for your car battery. I had to mm. replace one of them. I was like, I know I have an extra one of these because I had to replace one of these before, and I know I kept the extra one. And it's, and I mean, I've had it for ten years, at least ten years. And then you reach that point where you think, like, oh no, I think I just imagined that I kept this, right? But then I found it. And it was so amazing. And I love getting rid of stuff. And I was like, this is a bad lesson to learn. The one I hate is where I go, I'm going to put it here because this is where I would most likely put it. And I'll never not put it here. And then when I'm looking for it, it's like, where would I have put this? I can't remember. And then I go, yeah, 2005, Alan would have totally put it here. Yep. Idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You try and reverse, reverse engineer your own future logic. Yeah. Exactly. I don't even have that much of a system. (laughs) It's barely a system. It's just a yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Your system is, Daniel, do system. we have this? Can you find it? <laughs> yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to tell them about the uh, tape measure today? Oh, Jesus. We were going to... Uh, oh, my God. We needed the tape measure for uh, some tape measuring purposes. And I was like, I can't find the tape measure. You, have you seen it? And what was your answer? No. No. <laughs> and you know where it was? It was... Uh, Right in front of her her computer monitor, literally <laughs> on her desk, right in front of her computer monitor where she spends most of her time. Okay, look, I had eye fatigue. My <laughs> eyes had been looking at it for so long, they no longer you registered that it's there. You probably haven't used it in a, at least I haven't two been months. able to find it. You literally have been looking at it every <laughs> single day for months. I know, but whenever I look for it, I can't find it. I've been wondering where it is. See, yeah. Daniel? You were wondering. In, in <laughs> fairness, I did say, I can't find anything on my desk. Right. My desk needs to be condemned. Yes, I agree. Anyway, now we know. Where is it now? Do you know? I think it's in the uh, sunroom. Okay. Ugh. Megan says, when typing out my phone number, I feel like using periods is classier than using dashes. Ha. <laughs> It I does, like that. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's Looks kind cleaner. of continental. I like it too. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes I find that I won't even use periods or dashes. It's it's like a fuck mm. you via numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you try to figure out what this is. Parse Ty- this, bitch. Typing the parentheses is a pain in the ass with phone numbers. So yeah. I'll, I'll use the forward slash instead of with the, you'll oh, really? the yeah. area code forward slash. I've never oh, wow. put a slash in Yeah, there. me neither. Well, you know what? Try it out. Think you like it? Maybe I will. 
Amanda Walker says, when I can't track down the meaning of a dream I've had, I end up worried that I am some kind of maniac. Track it down. Like, look, maybe that, that means looking it up online or something. Interesting. Uh, I'm trying, I, I always look up what my dreams mean. And oftentimes I can't find what it means. So, no, it doesn't bother me. I just I, feel like, oh, it's just a weird dream. I don't believe they have meanings that translate. I mean, there are certain things that can be common that right. we all sort of share that have certain, you know, meaning to us all. But it, a dream is the most personal thing that you can have. It's, everything is personal. Yeah. I remember looking up one dream a long time ago and it's like, oh, this means you're going to come into money. I'm like, oh, give me a break. Yeah. That's yeah. not real dream no. interpretation. Whenever, whenever I've looked them up, it's always wildly underwhelming. It's yeah. always... Oh, this means that you're concerned about something. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. You're that, stressed. Yeah. yeah. Something's on your mind. Oh, oh, Daniel, this is your fault. I agree. I've yawned a few times, and I think it, it all started with the... Don't blame me. Mike it's, yawn. It is your fault. Um, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. And now I got to tell the story, and let's see if I can get through it without doing a Daniel. So I had a dream last <laughs> night. <laughs> Well, you mean be super interesting and funny and witty and charming? No, I meant yawning into the mic. Oh, okay. Um, Make everyone yawn. By the way, I think I've 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 renamed what that is because that used to be my thing. So I just it's temporarily your thing. It's go ahead, tell them about your dream last night, Allison. <laughs> I had a dream that my friend that I uh, used to play in a band with was very upset with me and I wanted her to tell me why. And she started to tell me and I started to get a little bit defensive. And I was like, Bleh! and then I was like, no, no. And I like calmed myself down and I was like, if I get defensive, she won't, she won't tell me and I want her to get it all out, whatever she's upset with me about. And it was very upsetting. She never really explained it. But then it, the dream kept changing. But in the dream, I wasn't like, hey, a second ago we were here. Now we're here. It just was like that. See, I don't know if you have dreams like that. So suddenly we're in a bodega and I'm continuing to have the conversation with her. But she's a package of frozen meat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it. And there's like. Were like there googly eyes? eyes no, they weren't it? googly oh. eyes. They were like, I like imagine if you had hamburger and you wanted to like carve um, like sculpt eyes into it. So there was like these divots in it and I was looking at it trying to figure out if the eyes were in there and if she could see me or if it was too, she was frozen. And then she turned into a package of vegetables that was like with the plastic wrap on top but was open and then I had to go somewhere so I like bought the vegetables and the beef just to bring her with me so I could finish having the conversation. How fucking weird is that? That is super weird. Super weird. weird. Really weird, yeah. Wow. I've never, it might be one of, that's up there in terms of were you hungry in your Actually, dream? Actually, no. And and I'll <laughs> add. Oh, Nibbles McGee is like your Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. When you sleep, she shows up. Or like Bugs Bunny when you start to look like a giant turkey when you're super hungry. Yeah. I will say this about my friend who was food in my dream. None of it looked good. Like the vegetables were yesterday's vegetables. The meat was so unappetizing. You think, that, you think this person is just like yesterday's vegetables? Oh. I did play in a band a long time ago. Called Yesterday's Vegetables. <laughs> no, but I wish it had been. Anyway, that, I just thought that was like the weirdest dream. Um, you guys, I have a dog to talk about. And we have a new, shorter song. You are a dog. dog, dog. You are a dog. dog, dog. A doggy dog. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. dog, 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 dog. dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. Dog. 
See? And now I speak over it while the song plays. I want to talk to you guys about Rufus. Uh, Rufus has been in the shelter for over 100 days. However, he only recently just joined the training program. And the description is Rufus has been overlooked for over three months and we can't understand why such a handsome boy, a little goofy but wonderful. His first day in the training program, he showed us his wonderful sit. He needs to polish um, up on his down touch and focus, but we have faith that he will step up his game. On a side note, this smart boy managed to sneak into the cooler and ate all of the treats I brought for that day. Who could blame him? He's about 20 pounds underweight. Come play with him. He is a cane corso mix. He's about 10 years old. He's large. Um, my, my friend Laura, who is a dog trainer, who is working with adoptable dogs in um, at the Downey Shelter, uh, she... Um, posted a photo of him and said that photos don't do him justice and that he's like quite a bit bigger than he looks in the photos. So he's a big dog, um, but very sweet looking and uh, and underweight right now. So if that's what you're into, I'm just kidding. Who would be into that? Um, he needs to put some weight on. But anyway, he's friendly and playful and you should check him out. There will be a link to him in the uh, episode summary of the show. Um, oh, and I just have to interrupt myself by saying that Laura told me that she was at the shelter on Saturday and she met someone who is a listener of the show who brought her friend to the shelter to adopt a dog. So mm-hmm. we are reaching people nice, and helping nice, dogs. Nice. That makes me feel so good. Okay, so if you want to find out more about Rufus, either click the link in the episode summary or go to www.shelterme.com slash downy slash Rufus training program. Shelterme.com slash downy slash Rufus training program. Okay, Listeners, thank you so much for listening. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. I love you all. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time.